Here we so go. there we go. Here we go. I'm just going to pull up my time. trusty Google Doc here, which is how I DM. But first, let's do intros. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. I'm DM Jake. We're starting I now. am taking this book right here, and I'm making stuff. I'm making. St <laughs> I'm, I'm telling stories from this book tonight. Tienka's over there. She plays Isidore Bourne, Sorcerer Level 3. Yes, yes. Build a man of fire and he will be warm for a night. Set a man on fire and he will be warm for the rest of his life. Oh my God. I love that. Let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. That is the, the most perfect Isidore quote and Thank I'm you. glad you did that. Thank you. Yeah. I did my homework. I have a question. Uh, do you prefer sorcerer or sorceress? Uh, I prefer empress, but I'm working <laughs> up to it. Okay, that's uh, a great that's I a great answer. Have all the <laughs> options, but yeah. it's in beta. You do have a crown yeah. now. It's in beta. I do have a crown now. <laughs> I have yeah. not taken it off since I've put it on my head. I bend the knee. That's <laughs> kidding. Yes. Monroe born <laughs> twin brother of Isidore. He's got cake. He's got a jawline, <laughs> and he is ready to rock. He's a paladin level three. That is correct. Monroe born the Van Thamper with the nice ass. Oh! <laughs> Hell yeah. The Van Thamper with a Van Thumper. Oh. Damn it! I was trying to think of like, I was like the, th the sourcing in my mind trying to I, think of another you, one. I was trying to think of that too and the only one I got was Van Thought. And it didn't I, really I work. was thinking Van, like Van Romper but like that wouldn't work because like a romp I don't know. I'm uh, no, Van Romper works. <laughs> okay great we got Jake. <laughs> He plays the glorious, the majestic, the anomaly, Varicose mm. <laughs> Ken. Even an barbarian. icon? <laughs> yeah, an icon. A centaur barbarian level three. 13th of Mitchell, 1492 DR. <laughs> Today I... I really think I, I, I got to be better friends with these people. I, I, I really dislike them, as a but, but I know that there's no way we're going to ever actually succeed unless um, I, I start to show a little interest in their life. So I'm going to work on uh, definitely our, our, our relationships, and I'm going to try and stop spitting on Monroe. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Do you have a sign-off? Is there like, does he always XOXO XO, XO, or XO. what? This is uh, Kenneth. Signing off. Signing off. <laughs> this is Kenneth. This is this Kenneth. Is this is Kenneth. Kenneth. The end. That is, that was amazing. And I hope we get that every session. <laughs> that's, I'm, I, I have a little journal that's dedicated to him. So I hope so. I absolutely love it. Okay. All right. We've got Trent over here. He plays the handsome pirate. Galleon Gray, a rogue, level three. Welcome back to my show. <laughs> yeah! PSAs with Galleon Gray. Look out! <laughs> you know, you can't be afraid to uh, let the wind take you where it will. And if it does take you into a pile of garbage, just embrace it. <laughs> yeah, be attractive. Oh, yeah. Sink into it. I love it. Previously on, here for the rolls, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Last time in Baldur's Gate, our still-yet-to-be-named crew of four Flaming Fist recruits finished up their purge of the Dungeon of the Dead Three under the bathhouse. They intervened in a duel between a skull-faced leader, Vaz, and a hulking man with a scarred face. Vaz retreated into a different chamber, and they spoke with the other man, who turned out to be Mortlock Van Thamper, who also turned out to be Monroe and Isidore's half-brother. <gasps> Thalamra Van Thamper was their shared mother. 
Mortlock also told them that their mother was responsible for funding the dead three cultists in an attempt to get the Flaming Fist out of the city. With them and older Ravenguard gone, she aspired to claim the title of Grand Duke of Baldur's Gate for herself. The most disturbing thing that Mortlock told them is that if their mother gets her way, Baldur's Gate will share Elturel's fate and get dragged down into the Nine Hells. I mean, I'm willing to hear our mother out. Sounds like a pretty decent plan. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> Why was Mortlock telling them all this if he's a Van Thamper, you ask? Well, it's because his brothers, Amric and Thirstwell Van Thamper, conspired and ordered the Dead Three to murder him. Their own brother, because he's a, quote, incompetent simpleton. <laughs> because of this, Mortlock urged them to help him get revenge on his brothers before going to the Van Thamper villa to confront Thalamra. They agreed, planning on heading to the Low Lantern Tavern next, where Amric works. Leaving the bathhouse, though, they were assaulted by five cultists of a different cult. So many cultists. So many. <laughs> These ones were servants of the Dragon Queen Tiamat, and were aiming to recover what was left of Tiamat's hoard, which had been given to the Van Thampers by an unknown entity in Avernus, in order to fund the Dead Three cult. They quickly dispatched Tiamat's cultists and kept the remainder of the treasure for themselves. Then, on their way to the Low Lantern, they saved a woman from being kidnapped by some remaining dead three bastards. <laughs> and that's where we pick it up tonight. Mortlock is unconscious. His bleeding body is slung over Ken's horseback. The lower city alleyway is littered with dead three corpses. The woman from before is gone, having paid you and thanked you. And then taken off. And Galleon crawls out of a pile of <laughs> oh, garbage. There you are. <laughs> the banana peel on your forehead. And he's bleeding everywhere and he's got like Boy, yeah. shit all over him. We kicked the shit out of them, huh? <laughs> and he's, he's in good spirits still. Yes, well, now that that's over with, can we please get to what's important and hunt down Klim? <laughs> Klim. Please. Listen, if, if, is Elizabeth? Is that Elizabeth? Is a Door. Is a door or is a window? Am I right? <laughs> I grab him by the throat. Oh, that's pretty huge. Oh. I grab him by the throat and I say, "Is a door." Oh. Oh. Yeah. You He's know what's funny? Is is she, is I did the same thing to her, and I was just like centaur, and she couldn't get it. So. <laughs> Ken says that like while she's holding him by the throat, and I, so I'm like holding by the throat, and I slowly turn my head to look at him with my white eyes. Look at Ken. Yeah, and just like just glare at him. Please put me down, please. Isidore, say it. Isidore, okay, all right, Isidore. You're my I release him. Half sister, whatever the fuck. I don't know you. Well, you do now. It's true. Touché. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes. Hey, listen. I'm not going to survive it unless we go get some rest. I agree. Get some food, disinfect my wounds. And by the way, she was holding his throat while he was on Overkin's back. And just that was happening in that whole situation. I forgot he was slung over Ken's back. He's that makes so it even hurt. better that I just like turned to look at him and he's just like looking back at us. And then he just like his eyes just kind of roll up in the back of his head and he just passes out. Fine, we'll take this man to a tavern or something and take a rest. Meanwhile, I'll put out the feelers for Klim. <laughs> no, so. don't worry, sister, you'll find him one day. May not be I today. I will find him today. Or tomorrow, but I it will, will be soon. I will find him soon, today. Absolutely, soon. I'll help you. 
Well, the streets of Baldur's <laughs> Gate remain as bloody and as dangerous as ever. So where would you like to go from here? Just uh, if we could find some sort of tavern or inn or somewhere we maybe, can uh, rest for a bit. Maybe that lady's house that we just Yeah, said. we just left her lying <laughs> in a pile of garbage. Oh, yeah! Uh, I go to the garbage and I just like pull a, pull a banana peel off her head. I'm like, No, no, she's gone. Oh, she left. She just ran yeah, away. Yeah. She's uh, she's already gone. Never uh, we go back to her house and ask she's if uh, we can rest there. Her house? She's from the I don't upper know where step, she lives. Upper well, didn't, uh, didn't they say they dragged her out of her house? No, she was out. No, in people. the streets. Oh, my she was God. just in the main, like on a main road. Oh, we can also just go back to the tavern bad. we've been at for a while too. The Allen's tavern. Yeah, the could. elf song. Elf song. Muscles. You could go to the elf song, but you're also. The last time you were heading toward another tavern, so I that's know, also but that's an option. Like a, that's a sketchy tavern for us to be at to rest. It, but at the same time, it would, be, it would be very nice if we could like scope out the scene and rest before making our move. But if we enter yeah, there with true. his dying half brother, brother, whatever the hell he is to him, yeah, we do look pretty conspicuous. It, so we'll say she's that. right. right. Oh, Listen, if, if Amrin, <laughs> you're knocked out. Yeah, no, he just opens his eyes again and he's like, "No, she's right." <laughs> just resting his eyes on the back. <laughs> tired. No, he's like literally passed out. But then he goes, "No, she's right." <laughs> Listen, if Amrin gets a, even a whiff that I am in the Low Lantern, he's going to go on the defensive immediately. That's what I'm saying. So let's just go back to Allen's then, or a nearby tavern. Yeah, um, DM God, can we see a tavern or like a house to stay in or something? You would nearby? know the way back to the Elf Song if you'd want to go back there. Is there one nearby? Is what I'm asking. Another one. Um, it's not a franchise. The Elf Song. <laughs> it's just the Elf Song. Uh, no, there's okay. not really. How, from what you can tell, how far is the Elf Song from where we are? Uh, you're just about four, or five blocks away. Oh okay. oh, okay. Let's just go back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elf Song, it is. It'll take you like. Maybe seven, minutes. eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. let's do yeah. that. I feel like New York to us. Yeah. Check out that rope with the rug again. <gasps> Get the rug. <laughs> it's too terrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd like to steal more of the fish woman's skulls. <gasps> <laughs> okay, well, it does take you about 10 minutes, and you come to the familiar entrance of the Elf Song Tavern with the loot sign, and you hear kind of the regular chatter from inside. I say, Alan, a room. He looks up, polishing a glass, and he's like, he kind of double takes, and he's like, "You're back." Hello. Yes, a room stacked. Uh, hip hip. Just one. Uh, let's do uh, two. Probably two. Sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Two rooms. Uh, on the house. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> can roll a persuasion. We're protecting the land. <laughs> That's a sixteen. Look at this bag. Uh, yeah, he's like. Sure, on the house. <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, I just tried that one system that worked. That was very good, Monroe. And uh, he's like, uh, "Yep, head upstairs and uh, Your room? let's say the no, <laughs> no." Damn it! I, I detour in there. Uh, before before I uh, retire, uh, I must ask you about this man. I take out my drawing oh, that no. I made of Clem. <laughs> well, let's see if he knows. What does the drawing look like? Is it good or is she not? No, she's a great artist. Oh, okay. Yeah, Alan looks at it and he's like, is, am I supposed to know who this is? All right, I'll ask every single <laughs> other person in this tavern one by one. Uh, well, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Yes, of course. 
I go up to the nearest person and hold up yeah, my right. picture. She, she turned back to the fucking elf song. <laughs> She's not going to get a long rest. <laughs> She's I just need to meditate. Yeah. How, how long do we have to meditate for? Four hours. Four hours, okay. So am I, am I bunking with Ken? I don't yes. think I can bunk. <laughs> He's on the top bunk. So the, the nearest person that you go up to is one of the mm-hmm. people that you recognize from the night that you were in here and the fight with the pirates broke out. Okay. Where Tarina died. He's just this, he's like this guy, like with like, you know, the the ring hair around the head. But he's bald on the top. It's kind of bald. It's like a eunuch. Like a monk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he has no eyebrows Aww. and he's drunk as shit. And he looks at you and he's like, ah, what is you talking for? What are you talking to Skraldar for? This man, I must find him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> Are you just going to add 20? No, it's an 18. Oh, I thought it was a 20. It was a 14 DC. Okay. Uh, and he's like, I know who that is. That's Klim Jasso. Where can I find Klim Jasso? He loves drugs. He's addicted to them. And you can find him any old day at the Low Lantern. Oh, that's where he goes thanks. to do his drugs. God, that's exactly what I needed to hear you, sir. Are a fine gentleman <laughs> and a scholar. Oh, let's have a drink. You're hot. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I prefer ladies, and I go upstairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some random okay. drunk dude that she found it. <laughs> All right, you go upstairs to your room. Yes, yeah. I feel better now. All right, I feel like DM got through you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I let the dice decide. Yeah. It's true. That's and true. Yeah. Uh, okay, you go up to your room uh, and the one next to it that Alan arranged for you. And yeah, it's a couple of bunk beds, a couch, a rug, a bearskin rug, and a, a window looking out over the Baldur's Gate lower city. Oh, this rug. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Ken is like weird, like kneading it with his clothes. <laughs> oh, oh. This is, this is, oh, this is, oh. Is the, mm. is the fur just like wrapping around your varicose veins? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's tickling his varicose veins. It's soothing them. You guys oh are all God. just, I noticed you guys are all just watching me. Like, mm. I, um, it's hard to find a bed. <laughs> and uh, a quality rug just really hits the spot. Okay. All right. All right, hey. Good night. You're kind of funky. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, anytime. I actually want to know more about you, uh, Ken. I assume that we have a conjoining door that we can no, like, talk get to. out of our room. <laughs> there is not a conjoining door, but I, I guess you guys are all sort of um, together before the night. Together, ends. just hanging out in one of the rooms. Uh, Alan's left you like a bottle of whiskey up there. Oh, nice! So accommodating. I down all of it. <laughs> all right. Ken is Ken starts just pulling from the bottle, and then Galleon's like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa, mate, save a little for me." Oh, get up. <clears throat> here you go. I would say Ken is probably a heavyweight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No con safe for him. Yeah, look how look at that. Look at look at how big his romp is. Is <laughs> a romp that is an indicator of oh, his drinking. Yeah. You can yeah. roll a con save with advantage. Okay, I will. Since he's a centaur barbarian and he's, he's chugging two whiskey. <laughs> What's your BMI? <laughs> like forty. <laughs> he's at least five hundred pounds. Give or take. That's a nineteen. Nice. Okay, Ken oh, chugs no. this. 21. He chugs it, doesn't even cringe, and he just like, he's like, mm, wonderful. Oh, this was, this was, uh, wait, what's whiskey made out of? Rye. 
Okay, this this one was this was, was, was farmed by the ocean. Nice salty taste. Farmed by the ocean. <laughs> do you, do you know a lot about whiskey? Ken does, but I as a player do not. Damn, I wanted to go further into that. <laughs> so Ken is, goes on a, a rant about how how choice this whiskey is. And you guys are just like glazed over eyes. Like, I don't listen, Ken. I don't give two I'm shits. It. I'm in or my trance. Galleon is kind of like into it. So I, I don't uh, I don't taste anything to do with the ocean in this. It's salty. Can't you taste it? It's, no, it's not really. <laughs> Was there a lot of ocean in the Fey? <laughs> salty whiskey. <laughs> hey, so what, are you a pirate or something? <laughs> no, I'm not a pirate. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, opportunist. Yeah, so you saw the opportunity to join up with these guys and take down one of the most powerful families in Baldur's Gate, is that right? Oh, I mean, it didn't start out that way. No. But well, how did it start out? Hey, we're drinking whiskey. Tell us a little bit. Well, you're you're actually in our room. Well, yeah, we're all hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> He's cleaning his wounds. It's a bit weird that you're just hanging out in our room and we're just... I uh, can leave. <laughs> I'm okay. just asking about you. Well, Jesus. Well, um... <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I've... Uh, no, listen, Galleon, it's fine. <laughs> I shut the door. <laughs> Just close the door on him. He comes into our room next. My, um, I flick my tail and it hits Galleon as he walks by. All right. <laughs> All right, so I go, I go into the other room and I'm just like, we're with a bunch of goons, aren't we? Yes. Hmm. Good news, brother. What, sister? I found the location of Klim. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that you did that. Thank Do you need you. my help to kill him? No, I've got this all by myself. Unless something changes, then I will <laughs> let you know. All right. Well, are you going to go by yourself tonight and do it, or are you going to wait for us? No, no, no. I mean, that's the next location to which we are going. Oh, so perfect. I'll we'll go there, and I'll see him, and I will gouge his eyes out. Can't wait to see that for you. Thank you. <laughs> it's one of your goals, gouging out eyes. It is. It's on my gruesome bucket list. <laughs> Roll me a perception, Monroe. Uh-oh. Ooh, that is a seven. <laughs> okay. Pretty you, good. Yeah, you know. There's someone in your room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. The nothing happens. Clem has been stalking us. Okay. Clint's I got a shit That was weird. <laughs> Clint's on the ceiling. Honestly, though, if he was, that'd be really funny. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, very God. <laughs> well, I go, to, I go to lay down on the bed. I'm like, well, I'm going to go trance sister if you want to join. Very well. Good night, brother. Good night, sister. I just put my hands crossed over my or my arms crossed over my chest and just stare at the ceiling. And I like but I'm asleep. Into the bed. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are going to to trance out. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna trance for four hours. Okay. So who's staying in whose room? We have two rooms here. I'm assuming the uh, Ken and uh, Galleon are in a room. Ken and Galleon, Isidore and Monroe, and then Mortlock is in the, on the couch in the room that you guys are in. Ken and Galleon. Cool. Yeah, so you all so fall asleep. I'm I'm trancing and same. I look over at Ken. I'm like, uh, did you ever uh, did you, uh, try this? Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> He's already asleep. <laughs> uh, no, that, nothing. What? Nothing. I was just uh, just wondering if you ever uh, tried trancing. Trancing? Yeah, you can really cut down on your uh, sleep time. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, definitely not. Like prancing, but different. <laughs> You're not here. <laughs> My spectral form come in. And then I, Galleon just kind of tries to teach him like he's sitting Indian style. Just, uh, I guess that's not how you're inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> not your way to use. Not your way to 
applesauce, do, whatever we're supposed to say this How days. do I sit crisscross applesauce? I mean, you just, Ooh, I don't know. It's, it's your, your front your front hooves are just like straight out. However uh, you're comfortable and then, you know, just hold your hands like this and uh, just let yourself go. <laughs> okay. Uh, like this? Yeah. You, can you feel that? Um... Yeah, yeah, my just, my legs yeah, are you, numb. Let your, let your mind, uh, just float right out of your body. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> no, 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 do do less. No, no, stop it. No, stop it. <laughs> stop. Are you neighing? <laughs> so he's like neighing. softly neighing to himself. That's a, it's a little. No, not the neighing. If he needs stop to do swishing it. your tail. <laughs> it's total. <laughs> God bless. Oh, All right. Well, we'll work on it. With yeah, we'll work on it. I think if Ken works at it, he could maybe learn to trance instead of taking a full eight-hour long Can rest. Can I maybe potentially make a roll to see if I figure it out? Oh no, we'll just say you got to work on it. <laughs> oh, okay, I gave him some just pointers. Just make sure you work on it. <laughs> okay, put a pin in it for now. I just googled a bunch of pictures of centaurs sleeping to see how <laughs> <laughs> to see how they sleep, and honestly, it looks very uncomfortable. Your long rest goes by uneventfully. You all pass out. It was late afternoon. The sunset was just barely, barely starting to form. And now it is probably like midnight. So you've kind of like woken up. Your sleep schedule is all weird. You've stopped your... Well, no, you only have to do four hours. Yeah, I only do four. So it's probably like 10 p.m. That's still pretty good. That's still like, you know, party time. So I'm still yeah. definitely deep asleep. Either way, it is dark at this point in the city. And you wake up to the darkness in the tavern. You start to hear a more more chatter, more liveliness coming from downstairs in the tavern. I think first things first, before we go uh, to this low lantern tavern, uh, we need to decide how we want to approach this. There are several ways we could. We could just go in swinging, guns a-blazing. We could uh, try to use this fellow to our advantage for example, hold him for ransom, kidnap him. And then from outside your door, you hear, yeah, let me know what you guys decide. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any okay. ideas? You can come can in. Can I come in? Yeah, you can, yes. you can come in. He pokes his head in. He's like, are you sure? Is that okay? Yes, yes it's fine. All right. And then he just timidly comes in and closes the door. He's like, Don't be weird listen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't make this weird. <laughs> if you're wanting to talk to my mom, our, our mom, mm -hmm. thank you for correcting well, yourself. I think that... Uh, uh, Amrick could be a valuable bargaining chip. However you want to spin that, however you want to use that, my mother, oh, Amrick's her favorite. And Quite rude. she's going to do whatever it takes to keep him safe. So I'm just, you know, saying, if you want to work him, if you want to take him, it might be a good idea. However, if I'm with you when this goes down, he's going to go on the defensive right away. He's going to either try to kick you out or he's going to try and start a fight, but he's a he's also a bit of a coward, so do you I don't know if you'd do that. Do you think he would allow us to, like, go out a way of, hi, we're your long-lost siblings, we want to meet mum, and we, he would, like, lead us to her, or would we actually have to hold him for mm. ransom? If you led with the whole lost siblings thing, it could work. I could see him being intrigued by that, especially since you're a couple of drow and very... Powerful looking drow at that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Should we use that as a, a start to get his, uh, to gain his trust and then perhaps uh, take him hostage? Because we want to make sure that we have the upper hand here. Hmm. 
just in case things go south. I mean, I'd like to hear my mother out. This plan sounds quite intriguing to me. Listen. Hmm? Whatever you think about our mother, she's not a good person. Well, I don't know about that. She's not. Trust me. Says you. Fine. I'm just saying uh, she's she's involved in things that are that bigger than all of us. You understand? If you risk getting involved in that, it, it could be a risk to your lives. That's all I'm saying. Could be a risk worth taking, though. I'm just saying I'd like to hear my mother out. So... Well, if you want to get to her, well, it's not going to be easy. My brother might be a good first step. All right. So what do we want to do? Do we want to take him hostage? Do we want to use him to bring us to her? Let's try the diplomatic way first, and if it goes poorly, we can then kidnap him and use him for ransom. In that case, do you want me to come with you to the Low Lantern? Come with us, but stay out of sight. I, I think that'd be best. Fair enough. Yes. Until we need you. I'll pick up a cloak before I leave. Yes. Something non, non-conspicuous. Yeah, because right now I'm bare-chested and my entire side of my face is burned, so... Yes, we noticed. <laughs> yes. And I got a lot of blood and bandages yes, happening. Yes. Too. You look, are you okay? Like, it feels like shit. Okay. Let's let's just get it out you there. You look I, like shit. I feel like shit right now. Mm. Okay? Do you need any hit points at all, or are you good? He rested. Oh, He's fine. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll make it. All right, but I feel like I got a headache. I feel like yeah. I'm going to shit myself. Ah. Do you want some cheese with that wine? <laughs> oh, burn. See, that was like, that was yeah. what my grandpa used to tell That's me. That's a born burn, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, Actually okay. cheese might not be a bad idea if he's got the runs. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's a good... Good tip. <laughs> Hot tips with Galleon. Part <laughs> of PSA. That's my next one. Hot tips. You've got the squats. <laughs> All right. So, hey. Centaur. Got scurvy with it. Well, Ken? Yeah. Where do you come out on all this? Oh, good for you. It's coming out? Good for you. <laughs> come... I don't, I don't understand. Oh, oh, you mean about the situation here? Uh, well, I just am an innocent bystander, just conveniently at the place in case there's a fight that goes down. I will come charging in, but um, other than that, I'm just gonna get a whiskey. Well, what's your connection with this crew? Why are you here? What are you doing this for? That's what I want to know. Sure. Um, well, uh, to explain, I was here at uh, the college, um, trying to uh, apply to teach. Um, Wait, which college? Uh, it was just at the Bard's College, uh, and I'm just uh, applying to be their histor- historical teacher in genealogical research. Uh, I am quite uh, quite a genealogist, if I do say so myself, and uh, quite the historian as well. I know a lot of things. The horse historian? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I have not heard that one before. That's Thank That's fantastic. You. I was expecting him to get angry. Okay, so you want to be a teacher. <laughs> Great, but what are you doing with these guys? You well, killing you see, cultists. Um, I also have a knack for the axe, as they might say. Uh, and, brand um, new axe. <laughs> I was uh, recruited to the Flaming Fist before I joined the Burning Fist. Uh, Boy, what's the Burning Fist? Oh, that's the thing that's I'm us. starting. We're the Burning Fist. Is it like a subgroup of the Flaming Fist? No, it's better. Yes. We have uh, Black Benefits. Badges. Wait, do you guys want that to be your like your group name? The Burning, burning Fist? No. Mm-hmm. It's two on the nose. <laughs> you gotta come up with the group name. The Guild of I mean, Goons. We didn't come up with the Guild of Goons for a while. <laughs> the Guild, guild of Goons. Like the That's true. Of Goons. I like the Guild. I like, I like the Guild. The guild of Goons. I'm not, I'm not ready. Baby. You're not ready to decide <laughs> yet. Okay. No. You don't okay. want to commit yet. Let's think about it in 
come back at the end of the session. <laughs> gilded goons. Yeah, you have that The Guild of Goons. Or the Gilded Goons. Gilded Goons. The Guild of Goons. I like it. I like the Guild of Goons. I thought I just need the Band of Goons. I like the Goons. G-O-G. I like the G-O-G. We're the GOG. The GOG. I like it. And All um, right. anyways, I um, uh, and I was recruited <laughs> to the Flaming Fist, and, and these goons here followed me in, and uh, I'm sort of their leader, but we... <laughs> Not the leader. Uh, but well, we, um, we, we just are here to uh, protect uh, Baldur's Gate at this point. Hmm. Really just hired well, work. Well, I don't know about that one. I guess that's what we were hired to do. Technically. If you're a part of the Flaming Fist... Then yeah, that's what well, you're hired to they, do. We were sort of roped into it. wasn't necessarily first choice. We were just in visiting the city. We recently became of age. We are adults now. Decided to venture Woo-hoo. out on our own. We hadn't before. Congrats. We thought this would be a thank you. Thank you. Uh, thought this would be a good way to do it, but instead found our way into some bitch mercenary group. <laughs> And something much bigger than we, what we had anticipated as well. You know the Flaming Fist is dying out, right? Yes, I mean, they're uh, getting replaced by the Burning Fist. <laughs> there's just four of us, so yeah. I that's assume. not what I mean. <laughs> no, there's more than the four of you. They're still here, but listen, my mom, our mom, she manipulated older Raven Garden to leave in the city, you know. You used to lead the Flaming Fist. You know that, right? And now that he's gone to Elturel, which... Is gone. Subsequently vanished down into the hells. I mean, it's safe to assume that he's probably dead, right? Or on fire. Get it? Because he's in hell. All right. <laughs> that was not that was a porn right. burn. No, that's not fun. But. Okay. Well, yes, there's fire probably there. Listen, I, I, I don't know. Now that he's gone, our mother has so much more freedom on what she can do and what her influence. Her, her plans are dastardly. They're going to change. No. They're going to destroy Baldur's Gate. Mm. It's a bit aggressive. Well, I mean, look around. This place isn't exactly paradise. The Burning Fist, you know, our first introduction was the captain just beating the shit out of some guy. And the Flaming Fist or the Burning Fist? Yes, the well, Flaming that's how Fist. They, that's how they decide to handle things. They just well, go in with their f- fucking maces swinging without asking any questions. Then They're who's just... to say who's on the right side of things? Well... I can't see your right side. Can you? Well, I haven't heard the other side yet. Quite neutral at this point. Uh, from my point of view, I think we should take both down. All I know I is like that, that once you help me get revenge on my brothers, I'm hopping on the first ship out of Baldur's Gate. Aren't we all trapped in here? Not the thing? Well, legally, sure. If you know people, hmm. I guess you can find ways out. Very well. Like your mother? Well, my mother does have connections, being who she is. So, yes, that's how I know people. I say we cut off her legs and cut out her tongue. Damn. That's our mother you're talking about. Mm, yes, she so you're me. in. <laughs> no, I haven't heard her side of things yet. I'm not telling you to kill my mother. She, she has powerful friends. You may not want to try something like that. I just want your help dealing with my scum brothers. Oh, yeah, no, the, I'm okay killing them. That's completely fine. Yeah, I'd rather be the only mm. ones of okay, the, yes. of the that, powerful bloodline. first, and then we can see about your mother. All right. Very well. First things first, though. Klim. <laughs> well, no, uh, Sister Klim's at the Low Lantern. I know. So, so while we're talking, 
to maybe as, as we walk in, we kill Clem real quick, and then we can go talk to our half brother. I want to kill. You want to go in, commit a blatant murder in the middle of the tavern? It's I mean, Baldur's Gate. You're Do you right. Think they blink twice. No, you're right. I mean, the low lantern is, well, it's low. It's low. <laughs> but, I mean. If you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna whack somebody, then do it with a little bit of oh, discretion. Yeah. Well, we could just tell them that he owes us drug money, and then will they bat an eye at that? You might alert we my could. brother. We right. could, uh, if you're gonna listen, all I'm saying is if you're gonna whack somebody, just take him in do the it a little bit fin- with some finesse. I will use my powers of seduction to lure this Klim to the alleyway, where I will gouge his eyes out of his head. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love this. Let's go. Are you you want to head to the Low Lantern? Yes. I think you might as well now. It's what, 10 p.m.? So yeah, it's, it's it's after dark. It's in the middle of the night, so the Low Lantern's probably actually at the point where being yeah, I was gonna say, fully the busy. Yeah, low-lived. Yeah. yeah. So you're heading out of the Elf Song, mm-hmm. but as you do... <gasps> oh, no. Once again, you're walking downstairs, and the tavern gets quiet, and a blue glow kind of casts over. I push my way to the front. The uh, well, lighter. Yeah. yeah, and the the ghost of the elf woman, hence the elf song tavern again, begins her same lament. She's singing the exact same song. Beautiful. And <laughs> Sarah it is actually not Sarah McLaughlin, <laughs> but it is time. a ballad about the city of Elturel. You all know right away that it's the same song. You take note of that, and as people are watching, you kind of just like you're like, well, we've heard this, so you're kind of shuffling through. And I pushed my way to the front. Are you listening to the whole thing yes, again? Yes, I pull, I pull out my lighter and I start <laughs> waving it. Okay. This is my it's jam. It's a torch. <laughs> it's a torch. Well, you hear this story that she's telling about El Terrell, this city that would create these hell riders, these knights called hell riders who were supposed to follow the archangel Zeriel down into hell to fight in the blood war. But then things went very, very wrong. The hell riders retreated. They betrayed this archangel, and they left. And these are the types of things that she's singing about, and how this the vengeance of this archangel turned her into some sort of dark, fallen angel. And and with that, uh, she finishes her song, and she kind of fades away. Oh. And the <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> oh, <bad. laughs> quite good again. And yeah, you just hear like Mister No Eyebrows. He's like, yeah. She keeps singing about the same story. Usually she just sings about lost loves. Something's going on with her. Well, clearly she's found her artistic voice. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. (laughs) Starts throwing up. The tavern goes back to normal. Everybody gets back to their drinks, their food, everything. And then um, Alan kind of tips his cap to you as you're walking out. He's like, hey. Thanks for coming, friends. Goodbye, Alan. My Alan. Yes, of course. Alan. My Alan. Goodbye. You walk out of the low lantern. The fog just rolls through these streets, and there's like the torch equivalent of street lights, sort of lining the streets. But even with the fog, it's all just this weird, like orange, misty glow in the streets of Baldur's Gate on the co- the wet cobblestones. And and you turn down the road. Based on your intel, you head the direction of the Low Lantern, which is on the water, because the Low Lantern is a ship. A permanently docked ship that is a tavern. That has been turned into a tavern. And so you're heading down there in the dark streets. Right there, we're going to go ahead and 
take a break. <laughs> and the session. <laughs> and that is where oh, we end the session. A cliffhanger. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Uh, hello, my name is Melgoth Havenforth, and I must heartily recommend that you download the Reroll app from the App Store post haste. These apps are apparently some sort of a magical uh, display of information on a handheld artifact. Quite useful, if I do say so. But yes, this Reroll app is, is, is amazing. I d- designed myself on it in vibrant pixel art, and I look incredible. The app features an ever-growing selection of races, weapons, armors, outfits, and pets. After you create your characters, you can export them as a digital token that you can use in Roll20 or any other virtual tabletop platform. Reroll is available on iOS, Android, and web browsers. Use promo code HERE for the rolls on your app purchase to get 10% off. But we're going to move on with the podcast. They will have to sort that out later. Yeah, I feel like uh, we should just, you know, take a pause, though, and really appreciate Henry Cavill (laughs) before we start. On our break, we had an extensive conversation about (laughs) Henry Cavill. We did. About his glory. He's an icon. His manness. His just... His gentleness. (laughs) Yes. A lot of things, but... You know, it's we're not gonna prowess. We're not gonna let us dive into that He's as sp- much as I'd like to. Specimen. <laughs> I've seen one. <laughs> it's like it's made in a gay man's laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line from seventeen again. Yeah. Um okay. Zach Efron. Thank you. So who's that? You've all walked onto this the cobbled streets of Baldur's Gate. The fog rolls through the streets as it is late at night. There are the glow from the torch lanterns all around you. And Mortlock kind of hefts his club up onto his shoulder and he's like, well, you know how to get there. Do you need me to lead the way? Uh, I have not been there before. Is well, anyone I've else? I've been to this establishment many times. So, right. uh, well, Galleon, just, uh, lead us on. to the low lantern. I've never been there. Are Is this not? another bathhouse situation <laughs> where it's actually his favorite? Well, Ken, I think you're going to really like this one. Just follow my lead. All right, I don't know. I don't know if I like boats that are on the ocean and have a very well tavern themed desk with dark wood. Yes, <laughs> it's this actually, is another uh, bath. It's actually a really nice mistake. <laughs> There's just a hole in the ship to go into the ocean for the bath part. Yeah. <laughs> and Galleon trudges ahead into the mists of the street. He's not afraid. Neither are you guys. You all follow. You're striding in the mist. You see just like some cloaked individuals trying to hide their faces, like walking on the street. Uh, nearby you, everybody's just very cautious and like paranoid almost. How just, you doing? I, I, how you doing, mate? It, and it's they us. just, they it, just kind of like look at you kind of fearfully. All right. And they keep going. <laughs> and yeah, it's just very, everybody on the street this late, uh, when it, after dark, is either looking like they're up to no good or looking like they're trying to avoid people that are up to no good. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be the victim of a hate crime or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you got to act like you're about to commit a crime so that you don't have a crime so, committed so, against you. Oh, so they leave so you just, alone. Yeah, be really yes. loud and boisterous. Hey, fuck you, eh? That's Mom right. always said, just lead with a bitch face. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, go. RBF. You just, um, well, why don't you just pull out your 15 daggers you've got stocked away? <gasps> True. Well, <laughs> just hold would, them in your fingers. It's not exactly 15, but it feels like a bit of a slam. Mm, yeah. Feels like a slam. I feel like we should start collecting daggers. <laughs> we come across them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. 
Cook every single person's dagger. We melted them down into bars. (laughs) (laughs) The ingots from all the dagger ingots. I love that. Okay, so you guys are just chattering. You're not. None of you are afraid of the dark, misty streets of Baldur's Gate. Afraid of the dark. Monroe's maybe a little bit, but he's he's hiding it with conversation. Yeah. Uh, His his friends are there. Mortlock is pretty stoic, quiet as he's listening to you guys talking. And finally, after a few turns, a few shifts down different blocks, you finally start to smell the water, the salt of the ocean, and you're like, oh, I'm really near the water. And you, and you oh, look. that's nice. Yeah, Galleon feels just right Just take home. it in. Take it and in. you look over, and it's just the misty harbor of Baldur's Gate. Uh, you're in the where all the boats are docked. There's docks going out onto the water, but then there's a cobbled street that kind of, you know, a boardwalk type situation. A waterfront, and um, yeah. So Galleon leads you right over to a particular ship. It says, "Fog obscures the low lantern until you get within a hundred feet of it, whereupon its tall masts and creaking bulk come into view. The converted ship has rigging but no sails, and is anchored to the wharf by thick chains. A wooden staircase climbs from the wharf's edge to the main deck." A lantern at the bow casts an eerie green light to signify that the tavern is open for business. Just pulsing on and off this green light. You see a couple of ne'er-do-wells walk over and kind of ascend the staircase, hunched backs almost, and walk into the bar. After them, uh, a couple, another couple comes out speaking. Uh, hushed tones as they come down the stairs and walk into the streets, and uh, it just seems kind of like a shady place overall. Um, it's my kind of place. Yeah, well, I, I, I think maybe it'd be best if we all go in one by one, a few minutes, separating each other. Very well. I cast disguise self on myself. Okay, who are you, who are you uh, trying to be? I just want to be somebody who's not Isidore because Klim has seen me before and I don't want to scare ah, him. I was thinking that. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to uh, make myself just look like a, a beautiful human lady. Is she pregnant? Okay. No, she's not pregnant. What color is her hair? <laughs> uh, brown. Yeah, brown-haired, human, plain. She's got kind of Beautiful, a, though. What color are your beautiful, eyes? Beautiful, but subdued. Blue. Can I can I go up to Galley and say, Oi, uh, do you have another um, eye patch I could borrow? Oh, yes, yeah, of course. Uh, I've got. Uh, he pulls out so a yeah. bag of like seven of them. leather. I've got uh, do you have felt. A, do you have a white one? White, white, white. Uh, a purple? Uh, well, I. Purple's hard to come by right now. saving that for a special occasion. But I'll hey, back there up. you go. Oh, okay, cool. Just I, don't get it dead. Do you have a bedazzled <laughs> one? So Monroe's wearing a white eye patch. I'm wearing a white eye patch of my disguise. I've got the one for you. No, right. I don't need one. I don't <laughs> know. No, you all, I think you really could use Listen, one. Listen, the, the eye patches are going to make a difference no, on how people, perfect. We're a how gang. people remember Ken. The eye patch gang. <laughs> you just sent over the eye patch like that's a disguise. Yeah, try this out. It's got a rhinestone right in the middle. Uh, no, no, I kind of need depth perception. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm quite depthy, if you know what I mean. Dorothy? Hey. No, not good. It just, it's just, you know, just to, make my, to get around corners sometimes, you know, judging the distance can be a little difficult. <laughs> you have to move your back legs as you move your front What legs. if, as a disguise, we put pants on your front half and then just drape like a tablecloth over your back half, <laughs> but like painted camo? <laughs> So people think you're just a person. <laughs> or or I'll do camo. one better for you. What we do is we put pants on the back half thinking that there's two people trying to be a centaur. 
And so it's like, oh, I, I'm that half of the horse. This a person pretending to be a centaur. <laughs> yeah. Two people pretending to yeah. be a centaur. I don't think this is a cosplay club. <laughs> uh, okay. So walking forward into the low lantern, are you going to? Are you going to yes, do it one by one? Yes, I would like one? to go first, and I would like to find Klim. All right. Transformed Isidore. Yes. A, a human, white, brown-haired woman. Just very but beautiful, beautiful. but subdued. She's hot. Uh, okay, boobs, she's boobs hot. Boobs are in full view. Okay, boobs she's me. going full seduction. Yes. Never mind. She Ooh. is fully sexual appeal. Yes. Uh, she strides in. Yes. She, she walks up the stairs, and she comes up to the, the deck of this ship tavern. You see, just kind of double-taking, you kind of like look, and you're like, that's like kind of like galleon. Like, like, these are probably pirates. And you see... A few pirates kind of having these weird clandestine meetings uh, in corners of the ship. Uh, You hear more of a chatter coming from down the stairs to the lower deck. But other than that, it's just, yeah, a few sketchy people chatting and the glowing green pulse of this lantern at the bow of the ship. Do I see Klim? Uh, (laughs) Not up here, no. All right, I go to the next place. I go to the lower decks. Okay, you walk to the lower decks. And I do walk in after her, like, a little bit. Okay. So, you're in L6, the tavern lounge. This tavern lounge fills an entire deck and is lit by oil lanterns hanging from the eight-foot-high ceiling by one-foot-long chains. The windowless deck contains a bar, couches, coffee tables, and tables where patrons can go socialize and gamble, you see that people are playing Baldur's Bones once again. There are three, from what you can scan walking in, you've got three bouncers kind of just standing at guard, watching for, you know, anything that's going to get out of hand. But that's what you see. Where is Klim? Okay, so (laughs) this is what you see. Uh, On a couch near the bar, you see the man you know as Klim sitting cross-legged telling a story to a few people that are seemingly pretty interested. You see a uh, sort of at the head of the room, almost like acting like he owns the place, the big dude down here. Uh, You see a dark-haired, sleek black hair with his nice uh, mustache and goatee, his fancy black leathers and his like very aristocratic cloak sitting with his feet up where two uh, bouncers also uh, flank his desk on either side. And he's kind of twirling a coin in his hands and he want, every once in a while people come up to him and he writes something on his on his parchment and accepts some money and you see there's some sort of business happening. He looks like, like the one in charge in the area kind of thing? Yeah. Well, he's at least the big man on campus down here. He's got something going on. Cool. Okay. I uh, give my girls a jostle, <laughs> and I, I strut my hot thing all over to Klim, where he's telling a story, and just sort of perch myself and on Klim's, the bar. Klim's like, oh, yeah. And then that's when, uh, well, listen, I told him I was going to, I told him I was going to give him five, for 5,000 fucking gold, man. That, what? Oh. oh. Hello. Uh, Hi. Listen to all the rest of you. Uh, get the hell out of here, right? And he <laughs> shoes them off, and he's like, well, why don't you uh, sit on down, and maybe we could share a drink. All right. Sounds like you really know how to work a crowd. 
I'm not going to toot my own horn, but there's been things to happen here and there where people like to listen. I don't know. Seems like you're really the big man around here. The big man. I yeah. like that. I don't know. I guess. Mm. Seems like people really look up to you, like you've got all the right stuff. I'd like to think so. That's what I'm striving to be. That's, tri- that's what I'm striving to make the entire Jasso clan. You understand? Oh, I understand. That sounds simply titillating. Oh, great. <laughs> you want to have Sikhs? <laughs> Sikhs. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Wow, that was fast. Why don't we take this somewhere a little more private? <laughs> yeah, like one of the private rooms? Yes. All right. I got one already booked down there. Oh, you just think of everything, <laughs> don't you? Uh, and uh. he takes you to some stairs uh, down. Now one flight of stairs to the next level, and then there's one more level, which takes you to the guest quarters at the very, very bottom where all the uh, the sort of bedrooms are. Okay. And he uh, he leads you down all through here. And your friends are like, oh, what, what, what is she doing? She's going rogue. Just, just let her, just let her do her thing. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, you guys have all filed in. No, no, wait. Uh, separately, right? Yeah. I, I, oh, go ahead. No, no sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, um, I, I'll go ahead and kind of keep an eye just to make sure that he doesn't try anything on her. So you see this happening. With, I can with, take care of myself. Isidore and you kind of, and you Big follow. Brother. Yeah, I follow just, but like, like, like subtly, brother. sneakily follow. Sneakily follow. Got it. And then Galleon, what's Galleon doing? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, as as they're walking in, I, I pause, Galleon pauses and he's like, hey, uh, can, you know what would be really funny? If we uh, cut these here ropes off and push the boat. <laughs> that would be really funny. I just, I just love a good prank. I think... Let's oh uh, <laughs> what's done. I am like weirdly here for it, but like I also don't know how to handle it as a DM. So yes. we'll just I'm sorry, I just had that idea in my head. That's like, really if funny. You do it, I'll figure it out. That. Should we just Captain Listen. Phillips it and commandeer this ship? Yes. <laughs> I, I think the date's probably in this. Well, I think that's a good idea because also we um, there's no way that those brothers could leave the ship <laughs> if it was at sea. Yeah. Let's, okay. okay I'll cut this. Daggers. Okay, go over there. Cut this rope. Give me okay. one of here's, here's three of them. Galleon and <laughs> Ken uh, back, uh, go through the, the tavern lounge, and they exit the ship, going back <laughs> down the stairs uh, to the wharf. <laughs> Where they go over and they're looking over their shoulders like, is anyone watching me? <laughs> oh, this yeah, is, we got to be really stealthy. <laughs> this is great. And it looks so like funny. no one's watching you. I guess we stealthy. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll oh, me a stealth geez, check. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Jake said No, I was thinking. I, I was already thinking about it. Stealth checks. Stealth checks. Jake gets disadvantage. No, I don't. Do I? Yeah, because yeah. you're a centaur. Oh, jeez. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, you yeah, always dude. It. <laughs> Doesn't say that I got an in the character sheet. Does it not? No. Nope. Oh, well, then I could just... Well, good thing I got disadvantaged because my first roll was an 18 and my third roll was a 17. Third Ooh. roll or second? Second roll. <laughs> you skipped the second one. Uh, okay, that's that's pretty good. Galleon? Yeah, I had an 18. Nice. Well, guess what? The passerbys uh, got a six. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so they are not going to notice you over here by the... <laughs> Ropes These that guys are tied are so dumb. to the ship 
that are connected to anchors down There's in the water. There's literally no guards. There's no one here. <laughs> How is, is there no one this here? This is amazing. I figured somebody would have done this This by is now. the best night ever. <laughs> this is the best night ever. <laughs> I love this. Kelly, I'm just feeling at home just, doing, being up to no good again. Swashbuckling. Just Ken joining in. <laughs> Ken's like, oh. right, Just use your hoofs, like push off. <laughs> yeah, just use your power. Just just kick that push, push off. Like, yeah, push it off. I'll push too. Well, we got to cut the ropes well, first. Oh, we already cut it. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, you cut it. Okay, they got down in galleons. Like, yeah, I, I cuts. figured that's what we were doing when you were doing the stealth checks. It's weird. Oh yeah, he's going. Chopping he's walking away. around, cutting the lines, and <laughs> finally he cuts the last line. And very close. Ken turns around and hoofs it into the ocean. <laughs> God, Are you not going to get on? Roll me a roll me a strength <laughs> athletics. I'm, I'm pushing. I'm helping him. Roll me a strength <laughs> athletics with advantage because Brody's helping. Or not Brody. Brody. God oh. damn it. Brody, that's we've been, forever oh ago. We've been God. playing World of Warcraft together and his character's um, name. Brody, Brody, Beach Brody, in that so. Already, Wait, that's why. so are you guys not going to get on the ship then? Are you guys going to stay on the dock and just like let us go out to sea? <laughs> We're going to jump on. <laughs> oh as my it's, god, as it's floating. <laughs> What'd you get? That's a solid twenty-five. Oh, oh yes! Holy yes. shit! He rears you up. It. <laughs> he, he kicks it with alarming force with his back hooves, and the the entire <laughs> boat just. <laughs> Shifts starts and to shift, and the momentum of it with the like the water is starting to push it out. We and I, I gallop and I, I grab Galleon, I throw him on my back, and I grab one of the ropes that's hanging off the boat, and we start climbing up. Oh, oh my this God. is now the Galleon and Ken tales when it used Holy to be shit. it used to be the uh, Edson and Edson. And Br- yeah, yeah. Uh, but it tales. wasn't for a while until we had that near death experience that's that kind of bonded us. Yeah, that's true. We had our girls' night, yeah, and you guys had a fun. Her girl's day. <laughs> anyway, we all made our choices. It's <laughs> true. They they hoofed the ship, and it's going out to sea. And they leap on Ken holding Indiana Jones onto it. Ken holding oh, Galleon. No, Galleon's definitely riding him at this point. <laughs> I picture okay, Galleon is on Ken. So this is the first time riding yeah. Ken holding the rope as we swing. <laughs> oh my god, this is right. They're just holding it. It's an incredible moment. This. this is the first time Ken has let someone ride him. Well that we know of. Uh, that we know of. Galleon swings the rope, it connects, they get onto the ship Indiana Jones style. <laughs> And Does anyone notice on the ship that it's moving? <laughs> uh, let's find out. <laughs> Why would you ask that? Uh, hey, so far, hell? no. Fun, <laughs> ah, fun yeah. police. They're all drunk. Yeah, so far, they That's can't tell. Assuming, yeah, that they wouldn't feel it. So it's like, okay, that yeah. is what I'm talking about. Give me a hoof. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. I, I can give you a high five. Like, oh, I do, but I want to. Can a they hoof. do like this awkward thing where he's going down? Give me, for the a, give me a high five and, and a hoof. Can you do the same at the same time? One, two, three. Oh, that is the shit. Yeah, oh, what a beautiful scene! <laughs> God bless. And it's her trying to seduce, and I'm just like watching. Yeah, and then we cut hard cut to Isidore, just like weirdly cuddling up to this guy, and like really fucking just so putting I, out the vibe. Yeah, and so we go back to his room, and is there a lock on the door? Oh yeah, you went back to his room. Uh, yeah. There is a lock, and okay. he has a key, and he puts in the key. He turns it, goes in. It's a modest room. It's pretty. Honestly, not very. It's one of the lower end ones. It's Clem's room. Yeah, there's like yeah. one, maybe twin sized bed ish, and a, a window and a chamber pot, and that's it. And uh, he walks in, 
And he's like doing this weird little dance, like, hey, <laughs> welcome. Oh. Welcome to the old he's like the, the bachelor pad. Oh, hey. Wow, what a what a nice what a place you have. <laughs> I'm Clem Jasso. Oh, Clem, you rascal. Clem. <laughs> so, is this the part where we have seeks? Have seeks? Sex. Sex. Clem, can you do something for me? I don't know, maybe. Will you put this on? And I grab a piece of fabric as like oh, a blindfold. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be I fucking dark. Like, and I'll do whatever you want. This is going to be dark as I love it. it. I'm so excited. All right, Isidore gives him a fucking bonds. And BDSM. he's like, I like what you're thinking. Yeah. And so I blindfold him and then I tie him to the bed. Oh. And like, so is he really his God. pants off. Oh my God. And then I get on top of him and I transform, like, I remove the disguised self, so I'm back to me. And then he fucking panics this like crazy. No, because he's blindfolded. Erotic. Oh, okay. So he's blindfolded. I take out. My dagger, this is basic and instincts. I rip off his blindfold so he can see me just for a second, <laughs> and say, "I believe you owed me some money." And then I slit his throat. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh my, you know what? I love this. Clem, blood shoots out of his throat. He has this shocked look on his face as he looks up at you. Blood's everywhere, all over you, uh, Isidore. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> your dress is just covered in blood. I was bringing um, a spare. And she have to roll he bleeds hits? out and dies, shocked, in what probably is the darkest thing that's <laughs> ever happened on this podcast. Well, it's very cinematic. I love it. she's a dark-ass person, and he betrayed her. I mean, she just fucking murdered yeah, don't his cross ass. Well, the thing the is, door. she did. Don't fuck with me. And I, I walk in. Oh. You walk in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was following in. Oh, so, I see yeah. you've oh. completed your murder. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that was fast. Good job. What have I told you about following me? I can perfectly handle myself. I apologize, but I just didn't know what was going to happen between you two. And you know, I cannot. You should know me well enough to know exactly what was going to happen. I know how many hit points you have, so I I. I Wanted to make sure that you're good. Oh, I'm perfectly fine. I've good. never been better. And I start cleaning my dagger off on my dress. And Do you then have a spare? I'm Blood is just dripping in a stream off the bed, I start forming pulling. a pool on the ground. I start pulling out her spare dress out of my sack. I'm like, there you go. Thank you. Um, she got an emergency dress. And I'd like emergency to rifle dress. through his things, too. What does he have? Does Quinn he have anything? doesn't have shit. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know he have something. Doesn't have a couple okay, of coins. Okay, let's see. Let's anything? roll a D6 for his gold. He's got six gold. Hey, oh. I'll take it. All right. Take I mean, I didn't kill him for things. Still, yeah, he's I'll still... I'll take anything he has. He's got six gold. That's literally all, Hell yeah. all he's got. Have you seen no Basic weapons. Instinct? No. That yeah, the movie, totally... that was, the movie yeah. that was like inspired the Don't Fuck With Cats killer. I really... He yeah. based his killings on that, that movie. Was, yeah. That, that right. scene you just yeah. did was Basic With, Instinct um, for sure. Oh, what's his name? And he literally killed someone based on that film. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? We're going to move on, okay? Okay, I, uh, I dress oh back God. into my normal clothes, take what he has, the six gold, and then I'm like, all right, let's go. Uh, the gold's got blood on it. Get back to the mission. It's blood money. That's fine. That's fine. Clem bleeds out. I'm going to take the key and lock the door behind us when we leave the room. Mm, good call. All right, you do that. And as Wait. far as you know, nobody has witnessed this murder. Question, though, real quick. Is there a window in his 
suite. Not suite, but his room. Is that like a little no. window? Do they, he was in like a small little closet-ish. Nice. Do they notice? Does uh, Monroe and is this a door notice that the boat's moving? <laughs> can I? Can I check and see if I notice that the boat was moving? Sure. I'll say that subtle. you do. I'll say that you do. I'll say that you... Well, I, got, I did. <laughs> you look at each other and you're like, are we... Are we moving? What? Are we moving? No one told me this was going to be a moonlight cruise. I don't think this is normally a cruise. I didn't sign up for this package. And at that point, we hard cut again back to Galleon and Ken. Who are having a whiskey at the bar. Who are at the bar having a whiskey. They know what's going on. They know the boat's moving. Yeah. (laughs) What? All right, so we... Wait, that means that we left what's his bucket, our half brother, on the dock. <laughs> yeah, unless he jumped on, we don't know. Oh yeah! <laughs> did he jump on, or did he just stay at the dock? Our half brother, I forget his name. Oh, uh, Mortlock. Mortlock. Is he uh, with us? That's right. We haven't really said what Mortlock's doing, but he was he's say that he, he the whole time he was just hiding in the shadows in the tavern. Okay. Oh, okay. Just in the corner. Does he oh. approve of our prank? He doesn't know about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's I just he like he's watching. like drifting off, like. In a corner, just like falling asleep. Wow, way to stay vigilant, buddy. So, who are we looking for again? <laughs> We're looking. What is what is his name? Amrick Van Amrick. Okay, so another half brother. Um, I want to go up to because um, I assume it's going to be the sleek-haired guy. But yeah, I'm going to go up to one of the bot keeps and say, uh, "Oi, I'm looking for a Amrick Van Thamper. Do you know who I'm supposed to speak with?" Okay, so it is only one barkeep, and she is a middle-aged female human mage. And so you can see that she's got a staff in the corner. She wears kind of like mage-ish robes, but with like cut-off sleeves, you know, because she's running the bar, and yeah. she's got to show some skin. She's dope. <laughs> she regards you after a minute. She kind of double-takes as she's serving somebody else a drink, and she comes over to you, and she's like, you said you're looking for... Uh, Amrick Van Thamper? That's the name that was told to me, yes. Are you here for uh, a loan? Yeah, business. Okay, very well. Well, he is just right across the way there, and she points at the guy that's got his feet up on the desk uh, with these two guys uh, flanking and these two thugs. Okay, thank you, love, and I I toss her gold. Uh, Thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. Do you see us, like, across the bar? (laughs) Yeah, you guys can slosh. I'm like, we're like... We just like nod at you and kind of giggle. I, yeah, we do the uh, the Empire Strikes Back nod. Kid, they don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know we're floating. Mm-hmm. They're they getting drunk. They don't even know. <laughs> I I know it's really good drinking. Sign you ready to sing it? What'd you say? It's, it's drink, drunk. Uh, drinking the okay. song. No, I'm not drunk. I'm pretending. <laughs> oh, I didn't say Kenny. You can't even hold your alcohol. <laughs> I can hold my alcohol. He's Please actually me. drunk. I. <laughs> I can turn it on and off. Apes, you know what they say? You know what they say? Just bold aces and moonlight crease. If we're going to tell her, we'll just... My friend Kenny here, that's what that is saying. We were all saying, Ken can't hold his alcohol. I can't hold his alcohol. Hey, guys. No, 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 stop. I've got to sing a song. Yes, love, what is it, love? You owe me four gold. Oh, yes, of course. As soon as we get back to shore, I'll pay you. Kid, did you hear what I said? I did hear what I said. Oh, she's back to shore. Shit, he doesn't know. 
You know, you're really good at this. That's that's pretty good. Oh, no, it's the best prank we've ever done. <laughs> you gotta, you know, I'm saying you're really good at being drunk, too. Oh, that's great. Know, I'm not really drunk. Oh, okay. I know. Me too. So me, act. me too. I know. Me too. Right in front of her. <laughs> oh, wait, she's right there. Let's see if she hears you. Yes. Uh, 100%. She's like, what, what did you what did, what, what did you do? Okay, here's, what is fi- going here's on? five gold. Here's five gold. Five gold? Yeah. Well, you already owed me four, and that's another one. Okay, well, here's six. Listen, love. You're beautiful. How would you Thank like you. to get out of here? <laughs> Go for a swing. I live here. Oh. Okay. I own this place. You understand? Oh, lovely. fun. Well, uh, boy, fun. we've got news. <laughs> what are your names? I am Cassius Greenborough. <laughs> Cassius Greenborough. And you? Captain Galleon Cry at your service. <laughs> well, you're not the captain here. Well. Whoa. Because here, in fact, that's what they call me. Captain. Captain, captain what? Well, they just, the captain. That's what they captain. started calling wow. me. Captain lady. Well, you like that. have that quite a sexy. You are quite the looker, Captain <laughs> Yeah, well, I can. Okay, well, you, thank you very much, but I've heard it before, and if unless you're going to buy another drink, I'd ask you to... How about... Uh, you join us for Do you one. want us to make a scene? Would you like to join us for <laughs> Excuse one? Excuse me? What are you guys doing? She owns this place. Yeah, but she, bartenders sometimes will join the patrons for a drink. Well, I mean, you, are, you want me to join you for a drink? Yeah, just yeah, a shot. Please. Yes, what are we going to talk about if I join you for this drink? Tell us uh, what you do. So you're a captain. Mm-hmm. What, what's your history? What's your yeah, ship? You Where are you coming from? Right? <sighs> are you a eunuch? <laughs> you roll a persuasion with advantage. That's all a 13. All right. A 13. I was going to say it was about a 12 or an 11. So okay. uh, she's like, well, I am very well, I guess. There's no harm in having a drink. And I'm curious. I'm curious what you have to say. And uh, she fills up uh, a few pints of ale, hands them to you two, takes one for herself, and she heads over to a table and in the corner in a spot where you can see Amrick. Hmm. Uh, cool. Yes. And we're just floating out to see. <laughs> they just don't know yet. <laughs> they don't know it! <laughs> they just don't know yet. I love this so much. <laughs> Wait, are, are, is anyone on like the top of the ship at all, or is it everyone is underneath? No, they it? wouldn't be. I mean, I guess... Well, there were some sketchy folk, actually. Think, I mean, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Hey! Wow, fun uh, police is in the I building. Didn't mean, I didn't... I'm going to leave. Uh, I will kidding. say that based on my role, anybody that was on top deck, once they saw it moving, they scampered off. They just jumped off? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just ran into, ran into the streets. So everyone on your level and below, just so know. far they don't know. <laughs> they don't know that it's happening. <laughs> I love that. But it's probably a good 100 feet out at this point uh, into the water. All right. So tell us, uh, how does uh, how, do, how do you become a captain on a, uh, a tavern on a ship that is very very um, docked? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like you said, it's very docked. It's just stuck here. Let me Couldn't go anywhere just, if, you, if you tried. I mean, dry docked like like no. Honestly, busy. what happens when the tide goes out? That's what I want to know. Like, well, that's you a just, really good question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just get grounded? Wow, that's so deep. Do you think the tide might go out tonight? <laughs> what if it takes a ship with it? That'd be interesting. Oh, I need another drink. <laughs> well, we've got one right here. Hey, cheers. Oh. Listen, I... <laughs> Listen, my clientele is rowdy. They're rough. 
I get it. Okay? People get violent in or outside my tavern more often than I'd care to admit. But ever since I took this old husk of a ship and turned it into this tavern, I haven't had to worry about money ever since. Rowdy as they may be, my, uh, my patrons are loyal. That's to answer your question, I suppose. Hmm. Interesting. Did you ever uh, dream of becoming something else? Well, there was a time that I... Maybe the schools of magic have piqued my interest. Mm. Oh, say, is that your staff over there, love? What, behind the bar? Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's my staff. That's hunk of wood over there. Yes, that is my staff. Did you do a trick for us? <laughs> no. Oh, like, could no, you no, turn, no, Could you turn Ken into? Turn you, him into? No, no, no. Make him into <laughs> no, something. No, no. You can't crazy. just ask her to do a trick. That's not well, very nice. Well, why not? We're all friends here. <laughs> oh, I know, but I mean, just... It's well, like it's like you. It's right. okay if you're scared, Ken. It's okay. I, I, I okay, okay. Yeah, I'm a little scared. <laughs> if you're asking me to turn him into something like an animal, I don't, I don't know that advanced magic yet. Okay, oh, that's all right. You just use <laughs> it mostly to, uh, I guess, take care of in- inebriated patrons. No. Well, it's happened once or twice, but I, I'm not going to glorify the fact that I've slung a few spells in my own tavern. Hmm. I respect that very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what's her name again? Lole. Captain. Oh, she hasn't really introduced herself. Oh, she's a captain. Yeah. Well, they yes, they call me the captain. But my name is Lalera Thundrath. Lalera Thundrath. Oh, I've heard name. that name before. You've heard my name. What if, well, I do. I, I am a genealogist. I, I spend a lot of time with names. And what <laughs> do you know of the Thundraths? Can I roll to see how much I know? Sure. I guess it would be a history. Mm-hmm. Proficiency. So the guy we're looking for is here, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm going towards him now. Same. Right. That's a 13. We're doing some serious work here. A 13? Yeah. Uh, you've heard the name. You know that it is has something to do with being strong or Can resilient. I say we know where it comes from? I know where it comes from, like... No, I wouldn't say that. I would say you just heard the name and you know the general vibe of it. Yeah, the um, uh, Thundrith. Yes, of course. Uh, I I really only know, I've come across it a couple times, and I only really know that uh, it's associated with very, very strong people, generally. Those that have, uh, that are hardy, have been through a lot, and can take a lot. My family knows how to fight. Mm. You're right about that. Now, uh, what are you doing here, Lowlander? You don't seem like you're from Baldur's Gate. I may say so myself. What gave that away? You don't see many centaurs. Oh, yes. No offense. Oh, no, no, no offense taken. I mean, I haven't seen a centaur since I left the Fae. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we're just uh, here. We've, uh, we were here on a study trip, and I ran into my friend Galleon here, and um, we became pretty fast friends pretty quick. Isn't that right, Galleon? Hey. That's right. I just love this. Center. And uh, we just, um, we love going around and having a good time. Look at me. I'm right then. Our, our goal <laughs> is to uh, complete. I don't even need a boss tool. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, we don't. But, 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 I mean, that's that's why we keep you around. You're really good at that uh, quick-witted humor. <laughs> but uh, we our goal is to go around to every single tavern, and we want to um, we want to see who's who's got the best ale. Can't so you hear your reviewers? Uh, no, but yes. <laughs> Can tell them about our plans to make a, uh, a, it's like a ship 
that's a bar that's also like a midnight cruise out on the water. <laughs> we have this incredible idea about making a midnight cruise bar where, you, where you're stuck on the bar all night long. <laughs> uh, We're going to call it the barge. Oh. Hey. Okay, so what does this plan entail? Well, first we got to find an abandoned boat and build a uh, tavern slash bar on Check. it. <laughs> and then we got to cut all the ropes after everybody's on Check. it. And then <laughs> she's starting to like raise her eyebrow like, what and is going we on? We charge everybody extra to go out on the water. It's, it's just experiences. And crew. we don't let them off the boat until they do. And she stands up, looks at you both and strides up the stairs and oh, looks and she no. there's a moment passes. And then she just thumps back down. She's going to this can. What the fuck have you done? Shh. Lower your voice. Sit down. This ship is Lower not... Lower your voice. Sit down. Just listen to our pitch. Oh, Roll me an intimidation oh, check. Oh, damn. No. Is it intimidation? Uh, no more... The way he's doing it is... Oh, can I, okay, can I okay, help okay. him? Uh, Since I'm on his back. <laughs> pull up your shirt, you look pistol. No, I think you're a little too drunk. She knows you're too drunk, so he's going to do it himself. That's a two. Oh, no. So she's like, hey, can, how about you look, look me in the eye? Why don't, you, why don't you shut the fuck up? Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. How about that? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then you're going to tell me why you've cut the lines to my anchors. <laughs> and you've said <laughs> there's no sails on this thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, did you not notice <laughs> that when you came in? Oars downstairs. Oars. <laughs> we can yeah. just shuffle back in. You realize how big <laughs> this ship is? There's a lot of people here. So you want me to get my patrons? Listen. Have them take up oars and... and <laughs> Manual oh, no. labor themselves back listen, to shore? Listen, love. In any time things like this happen, there's opportunity. <laughs> or you just, you just got to open your mind. I think you're fucking crazy. I might be. I think you're a crazy. pirate is what you but are. I've also know how to make money. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to charge everyone to get off yes. the boat? <laughs> if you want to get back, you just pay a little... Listen, what you're, what you're talking about is a pirate hostage situation. We don't just do that. Well, yes, it starts out like that. It's like a theme cruise. <laughs> you understand? It's a murder mystery. <laughs> do yes. you understand the flaming At fist first. will impound my ship and close it down? We are the flaming fist. Unless they what? see. Yes. Did you want to drop that ball? Okay. Yeah, I did. Do you flash your badges? Yeah. And Re she, At really that small. point, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> listen, listen. We're trying to keep this on the on the low on the down low. There are three people on your ship that are like absolutely awful killer people, and we are here to capture them and get rid of them. All right. Who are you talking about, Emric? Mm, no. Well, the fact that his brother is on board. What? I know who Mortlock Van Thamper is, and she looks over, and he's kind of just. Huds down well, eating some stuff. Yeah, he's being pretty he's being pretty stealthy, honestly, okay. but she like still noticed. Well, I'd like to inform you, did you know that his uh twin siblings are also on board? Well Emric is. Thirstwell, he's he's not here. No. His drow twin siblings. What? Look over there. Uh and then we cut to <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, we kept that to was Monroe. my favorite moment I've done in forever. <laughs> that was, that was a good moment. Okay, uh, Isidor and Monroe, where are you guys? What are you guys doing right now? After I got the, the, that confirmation that that's him, uh, Monroe looks at Isidore and says, "Okay, game plan. How are we going to approach this? 
Uh, well, I know you wanted to try diplomatic first, so yes. perhaps we can. And introduce. you look over and you see uh, Ken is pointing at you guys, like <laughs> having God. a drink with the barkeep. Damn, he's like talking about you guys. Galleon's on his mm. back. I just turn Galleon's away. Like, he's like trying to twirl his knife, but he keeps dropping it. <laughs> I switch the eye patch to the other side, so I'm a different person. Now. <laughs> and I just turn away, pretend I don't know them. Turn. Um. Uh, so, like, should we just go in there and say? Oi, were you your long-lost twins? Yeah, just presented. I mean, listen, Monroe, to be honest, I don't really know whose side to be on right now. That's correct. I just really would like to talk to our mother. I don't really care for all these new siblings. I would prefer it if we were the only two, so I don't particularly care what happens to them. But we need to get to mother. And I think... Honestly, maybe the diplomatic way would probably be best, other than having to force her hand. But if he is her favorite, that's a good way of doing it. Let's go diplomatic first, and we can go to the yes. forceful. Just to present ourselves as his new half-siblings. As we've just found okay. out. So, are you two walking up to Amrick? Yes. Yes. All right. I have an idea. Okay. Business. So, right. you see Amrick Van Thamper has turned a pair of couches and a coffee table near the aft wall into his personal office. He runs, well, you'll find out what type of business in a moment, but you can tell he's running a business out of here. People are coming and going. There's like exchanges of money that you've noticed and he just, he's got guards. Like you, there's there's an operation happening here. He does sit alone by himself, uh, his feet up on the table, sitting on these couches and his eyes are kind of surveying the room. There's another porch open seemingly for maybe clients. And then you see he's got two bodyguards. He's got a, a spined devil, uh, which is like this little like crawly imp thing with wings. Oh, cute. Uh, <laughs> and you hear him go, Kashara, Kashara. And he like gives her a, like a treat. And she's like, like this little one. imp. And like seriously, like something a little bit impish, de- demonic, now. like a small <laughs> demon. Lucky. And uh, he's got another thug guarding him with uh, red hair and a ponytail, uh, very sleepy-eyed, just like arms crossed in front of him, just kind of a just this big hulking dude that's just there. Mummy, never let me have a demon pet. <laughs> Can I just say you're reminding me a lot of Veruca Salt right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want from one. Willy Wonka. Oh, Mommy, I want get one. me a demon. I want one now. <laughs> Mommy, get me an imp now. <laughs> Mommy wasn't around. <laughs> you see somebody come and sit down uh, next to him, okay? S- uh, sit down next to him, not in front of him? Uh, in front of him, oh, yeah, okay. like a, a client. Okay. He sits on the other couch. And roll me a perception, Isidore and Monroe. Okay. That is a 14. Okay. Uh, as this other person sits down, uh, he pours them both a drink, and that's what you see. Okay. He's talking to this person, and you see there's just some words, and this other person gets kind of, uh, like, stressed-seeming, and then Amrick kind of, like, turns his head, and he's like, hmm, really? Really? Do you feel that way? <laughs> Finally, this other person relents, and he snaps his fingers, and he, this thug guy brings him this sack of, of gold, he takes out some gold counsel and gives this to, uh, to this guy and has him signed. Okay. And the guy like walks away like stressed looking with his money in his pocket. Okay, we go up after. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's a line first so we don't cut anyone. There is not a line. Okay, cool. We go straight up. I would still cut. I don't care. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I go sit down. 
Yes, I don't want to. Well, hello. Welcome to Amrick Van Thamper's Money Lending. Hello. Would you be taking out a loan today, darling? Absolutely. And this is what he looks like. He kind of looks like um, no, the other guy off of uh, Princess Bride. Yes. That's Prince Humperdinck. Like. Yeah. yeah. No, not Prince Humperdinck. Um, the six-fingered man. Yeah, the yeah, six-fingered yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. He's got that goatee. He's got the long, yeah. black, the long hair. black hair. Yeah. That's thought, exactly what he looks like. I was like. thinking he's looking like that guy from The Hobbit who's like the uh, assistant to that to the mayor guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking oh. about. That his like evil minion, Luke yeah, Evans. Yeah, yeah. Worm but yeah, he's got like a black leather armor, a, an aristocratic cloak with fur uh, surrounding the neck, and he's not bad looking, but he's also just like this black-haired dude with a goatee. Like he just kind of like stands out. Yeah, he's like, well, uh, as you know, I'm sure we've got a limit of 150 gold pieces. How much would you be taking today? And please. Uh, do you understand that there is a 25% interest rate on the loan? Absolutely. I hope that you'll give us a family discount. What? Hello. My name is Monroe. This is my sister, Isidore. Born, however, our mother's name was Van Thamper. What? Yes, apparently we are related, half-siblings. Half-siblings, nice to meet you. You're lying. Are we? What are you trying to do here? And I show him, um, I have a ring that my mother gave me. Okay. I show it to him. I pull it's out like my a family ring. I pull out my family pendant <laughs> that I have. It's like my holy symbol. Yeah, we have uh, family like signets yeah. as part of our. It's part of our thing because it's our. She gave you before you went away. Yeah, so and I, have, I have it as a necklace that I pull. All right, out. I'll take that. I'll yeah. Take that. And he looks at it and he kind of like, "What? You, mother." Is your mother? Yep. Yes, apparently. It seems so. So, pleasure to meet you, I suppose. Listen, it's been a while since we've seen Mother Dearest. Do you know where she is? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why do you want to know? (laughs) Because she's our mother. We've not seen her in years, and we are finally out and adults and defend for ourselves. You know, Mother, she is a very independent woman. She comes and goes as she pleases to do as she pleases. And uh, we haven't seen her in a very long time, and I would like to see her again, quite frankly. And what do you plan on discussing with Mother? That's between us and her, I feel like. But we, we just came here in good faith to see if you would be, you know, the brotherly love that we feel for you to take us to go see Mum. Seems... Strange. It seems strange that children of hers would like to come and see her and haven't in years. It's like two drow, apparently a part of the Van Thamper clan, show up here in Baldur's Gate right when Mother is reaching the climax of her goal. What goal? I I don't even know about some goal. What goal, you ask? Well, that's something I think that... If you truly were children of the Van Thamper clan, then you would know. But apparently Mother doesn't value you like she values me. So we hear, and we hear that you are her favorite. And so imagine how happy she might be when her favorite delivers these two bastard children to her to talk to her. Hmm. Might even put you in Roll better. persuasion. You can both roll. <laughs> oh, Nate. What do you get? Mm, the worst possible. One? One. Oh. 
This is a persuasion, right? Mm-hmm. Lift up your skirt. <laughs> <laughs> your brother. That's a 20 unnatural. 20? Wow. I have a six to persuasion. Yes. You're right in what you say. I am the favorite. And I always will be mother's favorite. Right? You understand? I know, so do you. But she would be quite pleased to learn of, or at least to see again, two children. That have been gone for ages. Long lost from the vampire. Even though you are her bastards. I mean, listen. I don't know about bastards. Is it not our birthright to see her, though? And to be part of the vampire? Come to me and talk to me about birthright. You're her bastards. And the only reason that I would even entertain the idea of an introduction is that bastard or not, pure blood or not, mother adores her children. And I'm sure... She would be interested in seeing you again. So, very well. I will escort you to Mother. Uh, now, when did you uh, plan on this idea coming to fruition? I telepathically. Yes, we have a twin communicate thing. with you real quick. <laughs> yes, we do. We go into a yes secret twin conversation. Yes, we already know where she is. Correct? Is that she's at the Van Thamper? The Van Thamper Villa. Villa. So, do we really need him? We did come here to actually kill him, but also we came here for another reason. Boiled twat who thinks he's better than us. Can't stand him. But I feel like we do need him for something because we were supposed to. Maybe he's supposed to get us into the villa. Otherwise, we can just stand outside and have to convince everyone. But if he brings us into the villa. Yes, but if he brings us into the villa, we're going to kill him eventually. I hate him. I understand that, but you have to think long We could kill him now, or we could deal with him and mother. And because if she sees us killing her favorite son, however, if we do it now and she doesn't know that we killed her favorite son, then we can still be in her good graces. You do bring up a good point, (laughs) brother. I want to kill him. I understand that. Are you near Mortlock at all? Mortlock was at the corner again. He's still hiding. He's still hiding. His hood is up. He's watching you, like waiting for a sign. Like he knows. You're talking to him. He's way across the room. So he's waiting for us to like signal him to come kill kind of thing? Or he's just watching you. He's just like, I don't know what you're doing exactly, but I'm just like, if a fight breaks out, I'm in. Let's say thing. let's say in a day or two, not like super soon. Let's say like in the next day so we can plan and see if like, because we can always, we know where he is. We can come back and kill him. Or he's probably him still going to have his bodyguards around because he's a prissy little shit. So either way, we'll have to deal with him. And I don't want to spend a second more with his blabbering mouth, talking about how he's the favorite. Please, brother, let me kill. Not right now, sister. Please. And then you just hear, hello? (laughs) Just staring off at nothing. Just like, (laughs) Oh, sorry. I asked you a question. I spaced out. When would you like this introduction with mother? Not introduction. We know the woman. But we just want this to audience, audience with, with her. mother. Um, I would say, I say, let's do it tomorrow night. I'm going to tomorrow do night. It. I suppose I could do that. That works. Sure. Where should we meet you? Well, at the villa, of course. Oh, do we not have? Do we have to have access into the villa, or is that? Are you granting us access into there? You must have access to the villa, and without me, you will not, okay, because they will not believe you. You understand? Good to know. Yes. Let's make sure so we meet at the right place, right time, so you don't go in before us, so we know we're awkwardly the sitting villa. outside. The uh, 8 p.m.? 8 p.m.? Perfect. 
very well then uh, if you don't mind siblings I, uh, I have a business to run absolutely we'll let you to your time mm. and I'm just still standing there giving him the absolute death Claire's still trying to decide if I'm going to kill him or not that's just her face come on come on Izzy Let's go. and he kind of like meets your eyes as well kind of narrows I'm like what are you doing here what am I doing here no, he doesn't say that. He's oh. just kind of what his eyes are saying. Are they just staring at each other? Like, what are you <laughs> trying to do? They're falling in like love. <gasps> no. Uh, we're half-siblings, my guy. I know, guy. it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just pull Izzy away, like, tomorrow. Fine. Okay. Just 24 Is he freaked out? And I want to, like, kind of do the whole thing where, like, you're not sitting at the same table, but you're, like, backs to them a little bit so we can still talk. Mm-hmm. So I want to do that to the other group. And also with, uh, what is Mort, Mort, what is his name again? Mortlock. Mortlock, Mort- yeah. Mortsteeple. Mortsteeple. <laughs> Mortsteeple. Do you beckon him to come over? Uh, yeah, I just like, with like one hand. So it's like, no, I'm not like, come here. I'm just more like, yeah, just beckon him. Okay. But the thing is like. <sighs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, this Uh-oh. is happening. What'd you roll? I was rolling Matt for 20. a Mortlock stealth check because he's moving through the same cabin as the ca- as where his brother is. Oh, no. He rolled a nat one. <gasps> And there's a beer bottle on the floor. He crushes it, sort of falls, loses balance a little bit, trying not to uh, stab glass into his feet. And his hood falls down. His face is fully revealed. Right and Amric, brother. Amric totally notices. And he's like, Mortlock, what are you doing here? Thank God. And I stand up and I cast Chaos Bolt at that <gasps> bitch-ass hammering. Oh You're going to attack him? You're going to need yeah, him. Yeah, fuck him. Well, okay, roll attack. The other option Holy is we shit. keep him alive. Don't do any killing blows on him because we can keep him alive and use <laughs> I was not him. expecting Yeah, we can, we can hold him for ransom. We can hold him for ransom just to get an like, audience we with her. We can throw yeah. his bodyguards off the ship. <laughs> no one knows it's... <laughs> to start blowing holes in the ship and be it's like... It's our cruise. All right, go ahead and uh, roll your attack, and then we will roll And I'm using a sorcery point, too, to... um, No, actually, I'm not going to do that. That that escalated quickly. I hate him. I I want to whisper to the barkeep, to Captain Lady, and be like, we're sorry for any damages. (laughs) Sorry for any damages. We're used to this kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. It quickly cuts back to Ken and Galleon, who sees Isidore, like, walk away for a second, but then she stops, and as Amric confronts his brother... Uh, Isidore just throws a bolt, just not even thinking. <laughs> just turns around and puts a hand up. Yeah. Thank God I hate him. Before anyone can do anything. Oh my God, that truck. I got a 22 to hit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. A 22 Bob. hits. Totally. Sick. So go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. Other than that, everybody uh, roll initiative. So not only do I do 20 damage. 20? So not only is it 20 damage, but I rolled two eights for my D8, which means that it hops. If I roll the same number on both the eights, the chaotic energy leaps from the target to a different creature of your choice, and I make a new attack roll. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So one of the... Uh... So he took 20 thunder damage, and then it's going to hop to one of his bodyguards. Damn. Oh that's so much damage. Um, so I'll roll for the attack. The bodyguard? Okay. Yeah. What if for the imp? A 17 to hit. 17 to hit the bodyguard? Mm-hmm. Yes, that definitely hits. Stick. <laughs> okay. So Amric took oh, Another take fucking 20. eight. Oh, my God. <laughs> he gets blasted. Okay, not the right same in the this chest, time. Not expecting it. Imagine him out of his chair. Oh, my God. 
Does that continue? So if you got an eight each time that you did that, it would continue for each time. So Yep. It would just keep hopping. Oh, my God. Incredibly rare, but wow. Seriously, though. 16 damage to him. Good Lord. Okay. God bless. It's crazy. If there's something that I can hide behind, like a table or something, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I would say that there is. Okay. So you're over here. What's your AC? 13. I got you. We're pretty close. Oh, we're that right? close. Amrick is like, over yeah, we can still like. Then I want to back up to a different table to hide behind. I don't want to be that close. All right, I hit these two. It just blasts into him. Able <laughs> to like get blasted backwards. It's Isidore's perfectly executed spell. Uh, wait, Hell yeah. Where is Mortlock at? Mortlock's Mortlock. way over here. Oh, okay, we <laughs> goofed. So he's like on the complete opposite side. Yeah, you just Yikes. watched him from across the room, just like, oh shit, <laughs> knocks this thing over. Then we go to Isidore's first. She did some sweet damage, and then we go to the thug. So this dude is going to, let's see, he has a heavy crossbow that he's going to pull out and heft toward you guys, and he's going to go for odds, Monroe, evens, Isidore, and that's going to be evens, Isidore. Uh, he has disadvantage because I'm hiding behind Well, she should have at least half cover. Well, she has cover. half cover, so it would be Yeah, so you would get extra AC. Oh, yeah. extra AC to boost that? Yeah. Yeah. Plus two? Or? Yeah. Okay, cool. uh, target with half cover has plus two bonus to AC and yeah. dexterity. Okay. Well, the good news is he rolled a nine, so... That does not hit. Yeah, uh, and plus your AC, yeah, totally doesn't. He gets his heavy crossbow, fires a bolt at you, it misses you, goes into the wooden wall, I just lift my middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then it goes to Amrick, and he sees this all happening. He's going to throw a smoke bomb right into the middle of all this. Is it magical smoke, or is it no, just... No, okay, it's cool. just a smoke bomb. Uh, Amrick hurls a smoke bomb up to 20 feet away. The bomb explodes on impact, creating a cloud of black smoke that fills a 10-foot radius sphere. 20 feet? <laughs> yeah, ten, yeah, it's only 10 feet. So it's a small little sphere. Yeah. The area within the cloud is heavily obscured, and you okay. cannot see through it. Okay. Can okay. I walk through it? Like it just like oh, it. no. A black <laughs> cloud. <laughs> I scream. Ah! And he runs back behind his desk and kneels down into uh, also half cover. Coward. And he's, like, looking up to his little imp minion that's gotten up and grabbed a little pitchfork and gone ready to fight. Yeah, the thug came backwards a little bit too. And then Monroe's turn. All right. Uh, if I walk through the cloud, will I get any bad things happening to me? No. You just won't be able to see. Okay, for the 10 feet? Yeah. Well, then I'm going to go. To go he holds his breath. 10, he sprints 15, through. 20. Okay. Yeah, about right there. I'm going to guiding bolt. The thug? The thug, yeah. Okay, go for it. Ooh, that's definitely going to hit. That's a natural 20. Uh, yep, that totally hits. Well. 17, 19 damage. On 19. That. I got two sixes and a five and a two. Oh, nice. my gosh. <laughs> well, guess what? The thug, uh, his entire head cracks backwards from the guiding bolt, uh, and he slumps onto the desk, and he goes limp dead. Uh, I want to do the same thing Hell that Isidore yeah. did, like how she did like, the chaos bolt, and I'm just like in guiding bolt, so it's like the parallels. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, hell yeah. Yeah, he got hit him. from a hard Isidore chaos bolt, and then a guiding bolt right after from her twin. And these twin spells just break him dead. Blow off my hand. <laughs> and just do like a little you twin. see Amrick's eyes behind his desk just widen like in complete fear. I crack my neck. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Yes? Listen, we don't need to do this. Don't we do we. not need to do this. And Why Morlock's like, yes, I think we do, brother. Conspire to have me killed like a coward. 
instead of doing it yourself? Fuck you. And Amrick's like, fuck you, simple freak. Oh, oh but shots fired. Everything <laughs> bad that happens to this family is because of you. Understand? You're toxic. You're toxic <gasps> onto our family. Mortlock, you incompetent, simple husk. Damn. He's <laughs> spitting at him. And Mortlock's like, no. No. <laughs> but we need him, though, to get in to visit Mother, don't we? Mortlock. Are you talking to that? Oh, yeah, I talked to Mortlock. To Mortlock? He's like, it certainly wouldn't hurt. We don't need him. What about Mortlock? He could get you in. No, everyone hates Warlock, yeah. as, yeah. as you can just see. Amrak just explained that he's a simpleton. I mean, we so. could use him as bait, saying that, well, we're bringing him to Mother Maybe to get her out face of the judgment. I say we kill him. I hate him. <laughs> oh. Amrak. Listen, you, you hurt me, and the Van Thamper name will be against you, you understand? Oh, You hurt it? me, and my mother will send everyone she has to kill you. She won't know that we killed you. She'll know. Really? There's eyes watching everywhere. Where? We'll kill them too. This boat is out on water. <laughs> My You're brother. You're not going anywhere. What? None of you. Yeah, if you look outside. What's going on? None of you are going anywhere ever <laughs> again. He does look out the window behind him and he's like, what are you doing? So according to my plan, <laughs> we have control of the boat. <laughs> I know, it's like the captain now. <laughs> We're just like taking control. We have control of the boat and I mean, how are you going to get back to shore to see good mummy without our help? How are any of you? How are any people who are here who may be spies going to get back to dear mother? And I, at they the won't. I, I'll do whatever it takes. Bring the boat back and let me live. I will, I will take you to my mother. You see, the thing is, is I don't like you. <laughs> you Jeez. called us bastards and said that you were the favorite child. And for this, you will die. What? No, don't do this. Listen, I will... I'll, I can get you uh, an audience with Mother. I can... Uh, we can do that ourselves. No, Thank you. No, you cannot. Don't do it, Izzy. You don't even know what you're meddling in. Are you sure? What are we meddling in? Enlighten us. And he, like, looks at his little imp, and he pulls out his dagger, and he's like, I will never... I will never... Can we stop him? From ever tell you of Mother's plans. It's fine. We'll you don't deserve to know. She's going to be... Grand Duke of this place, she's going to have control of everything. And you're just fuck up bastards. <laughs> oh no. Oh, well, I kill him. <laughs> okay, we'll continue the fight. <laughs> well, no, what does Verica Skin say? Because you said you're gonna. Oh, I was just saying that I was gonna, I was gonna nudge Gal and be like, wait, uh, how do we get back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did, said, you, did you make up that part of the oh, plan? Well, I, yes, it's, uh, I'll figure that part out. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're just sitting there, still sipping our whiskey, <laughs> watching this all go down. <laughs> so this thing's gonna go up, this little imp, It's and he's like, Kashara, kill! And Kashara oh, looks back Kishara. and she's like, <laughs> and this imp runs towards uh, Monroe, and is going to I do... Kick a pitch don't kill him. Pitch I want fork. to make him my friend. Well, first it's going to bite you. Let's see what happens there. Ah. Uh, that's a 10 to hit. Nope. And then it gets out its fork to try and stab <laughs> into you. 16 to hit. That is my AC. So it barely gets you. This fork kind of stabs ah. into your shoulder. Ow. It does three damage. <laughs> oh, it stung. That's it for the imp. Then it goes to Galleon. You see Galleon at this table with the bar owner and Ken, 
the bar owner just like puts her her face in her palm, just <laughs> shaking her head, but she's just not doing anything about it. She's like, not again, not again. Uh, I'm sorry, love. It seems like my friends have started another fight. So <laughs> everywhere we go, it's the same. Well, we did warn you. Yes. And she yeah. looks at you, and she like grim face is like, listen, you cross the Lamravan Thamper, you're going to pay for it. You understand? Well, yes, yeah. If you kill her son, you're going to pay for it. In what way? I don't know. But do what you're going to do. Well, this wasn't my choice to kill this bloke, but hey. All right, so... My story is we kill him and then blame... What's the other brother? Morlock. Yep. Give him the killing blow and then blame it on him. No. That's That's fucked. Do you tell that to me telepathically? They're chaotic good is what they are. (laughs) Which I actually love the fact that you guys are like chaotic good twins that just agree on everything. Chaotic good. You're you're playing playing chaotic chaotic good. good. No, yes, she is. How? Because she's trying to accomplish the right goal through very chaotic and dark means. If she was just trying to derail the whole thing and just burn the whole city down, she would be being chaotic. <laughs> I evil. feel that it's at least I think chaotic she's neutral. Because she's maybe, self-serving. Yeah. Chaotic one way or another. Maybe good. Maybe neutral. A little ball. Neutral. In between. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little neutral, but, but you know we're doing good. But yeah, maybe Monroe's a little bit more good, but he still kind of like listens to what his sister <laughs> says. It's kind of okay with it, and he he she has a lot of. Uh, Influence, influence in my mind, yeah. yeah. But yes, I do tell you that telepathically that I want to blame. Okay, so that happens during the fight, but then Galleon yeah. comes back to him. It's his action. It's his turn. All right, love. It's uh, dinner cruise. Think about it. And uh, <laughs> I pull out my uh, my my flintlock pistol and aim it at this little uh, minion, this little imp. All right. So do you move out from the table at all, or do you stay um, right by the table, just kind of putting your... Yeah, I'm gonna stay. Well, <laughs> is there anything yeah. a little bit closer that I could go behind? There's got to be more uh, tables. I'll say there's another table right here, right next to me, so you can go to that one. Then I wouldn't be able to see through the cloud. There is the cloud, yeah. So um, that's the thing. Okay, then I'm gonna move up uh, to the left of the cloud. Yeah, move over yeah. behind this table. Okay, he goes the other way. He goes. He's he shimmies uh, out behind. Ken and he runs to the right of this table booth that they're at with the owner and he goes and points his gun right a clear shot at the imp that is a 17 definitely hits yeah, <laughs> yeah. this little like purple purple Ooh, imp flying imp thing with like spines on it oh, I want him 10 damage uh, that's huh? well I should get I, sneak, I, I, I get sneak oh. attack damage because Monroe is within five feet of him. Nice. Um, so it's he's actually ten feet away. Oh no, he, he spined you. Yeah, he tried to bite. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I do get sneak attack damage. So that is fourteen for my normal damage. Plus now with sneak attack, you get two to six. So eighteen. Yeah. Holy shit! Damn. You blast this imp. A bullet just totally connects with it in the chest, and it shrieks, and it's holding its bleeding chest, no. but it's still flying with its wings. It's still alive. It's just desperate looking. I want to tame him. <laughs> I don't think um, so. And as my bonus action, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just try to slink into the shadows. All right, go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Ooh, that is a 24. All right, they got to get a 24 to, f- to find you. You hide perfectly <laughs> in the back of this, this ship, rocking. In the shadows. Rolls net. And then we go to Veracruz Ken. Great. You're still with the owner at the table at the booth. Mm-hmm. She's still just shaking her head in her palm. I mean, you could grab your mage little staff thing. I don't 
take part in my guests' fights. It's a policy okay, I have. No, 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 no. I'm just that's that's fine. I'm just uh, saying. It looks <laughs> like it's really powerful. But um, all right, uh, I'm got some business to take care of. I'll be uh, over there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and, We're just um, a couple of business guys. <laughs> I, um, I'm gonna get as close as I can to Emric there. But right there, you can get right with Galleon to this imp. But is that as far as you can get? I mean, with Monroe. Sorry. <laughs> I'll try. Okay. I want to yell towards Amrick. Okay. And I want to try and t- intimidate him. Okay. I say, Amrick, you're facing the reckoning of your uh, half siblings, and they brought friends. <laughs> you better right. give up now. Roll me wow, an intimidation. I already, he already has given up, though. That's the thing. I'm We're just scared. continuing to fight him. Like Come out with your him. hands. Oh, where well, we can see them. <laughs> Do you say that? Yes. All right, roll me an intimidation. Up. Oh, geez, seven plus. That that's with What'd you. Oh, that's with it. I rolled like, an eight, and I have a negative one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. He's like, fuck you, horse man. <laughs> horse, <laughs> what? With between me and my imp, you'll die just like my bastard siblings. <sighs> Oh, I just boy. raise my finger. My That's finger. enough! And okay. as a bonus action, I go into rage. All right. Nice. Ken starts to rage. He gets pissed at that tirade, and then we go up to Isidore. Oh, delicious. I will cast a chaos bolt at my bitch half-brother. And you've okay. got like 120 feet on that, right? Yes, I do. So she just pokes up from the bar across the room, shooting at him behind that his is table. 17 again. 17 <gasps> again. It's a great what? film. Great film. Uh, <laughs> Barely hits Amrit. Lit. And I'm also, I'm using a sorcery point too to do my twin spell. So I'd also like to hit the imp. Okay. It'll spring out and hit the imp. kill it though. Fuck him up. I mean, I know, there's a very good chance she will. That's a 20 unnatural. That hits. Uh, you see right as Amrit pokes his head up behind the desk, there's a chaos bolt waiting for him. She timed it perfectly. One second, like half a second later, she would have missed. But it was like right when he pulls his head up. To survey, <laughs> just boom, hits him right in the head. So that's 16 damage, and then it is psychic damage. Psychic. To oh, Amaric. he just blasts him in the head. His nose starts bleeding. His eyes go crossed, and it's just like he's dazed and just right in the face. Good. And then, and then for the, the imp. Imp, is it? Oh, you roll damage a second time? Yeah. 12 damage. Keep that and uh, it, it explodes. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> I'm sad. It bounces off of Amric, splits into another bolt from her twin spell. Yeah, it was a fire fire damage, so he just bursts into flames. Yeah, and right next to Ken and Monroe, like right before you guys, the imp just <laughs> incinerates into a pile of ashes. Oh. What a tragedy to burn something so beautiful. <laughs> and he's like, wait, please. Don't kill me. I'll, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and he's just like begging at this point. So he's like begging for his life right yes. now. Yes. Okay, so let's stop, let's stop the fight if he's going to surrender and let's see what we can do. Isidore looks at him sharply. And no. No, just because if, if you plan, uh, telepathically, if you plan on having Mortuck, whatever his name is. Mortuck. Mortlock. Mortlock, that's what it is. Uh, if you intend on having Mortlock, to have the fall for this. Is he going to come with us to Mom's house? And you hear him yelling, I'll finish him! And he's Do got bloodlust in his eyes with his two 
hands over his massive do club. It. Yeah, I'll I'll bypass my turn so he can do it. So you don't have to bypass. Oh uh, well, I I just I don't know because I want to get everyone on the same board on the same you know. So I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, let him kill him. Because I think just thinking about this like outside of character, um, if we kill him and blame it on Mortlock, then when we go to the La Villa. Is that going to be our bargaining chip that we have the killer of your son? Yes. So I've, what I intended was uh, him to get the killing blow. And if one of us is the last person like to get him down to do non-lethal so that he can still do the killing blow mm-hmm. and then take him, um, tell him that it's just a way to get to our mom, but then tell our mom that it was Double him. cross. Double yeah. cross him. So okay. more luck like, looks at you like, Rage in his so, eyes, and he like looks for approval. He's like, "Can I finish it? Yes. Is he is he close to death? I don't need to hit him again in order uh, to luck, or can I just? Do I don't, you've lethal? already won the fight. He's okay. begging for his life. So I'll say that I. What? Kit Galleon, do you want to do something? No, no. I, I just I think he's much better leverage alive, um, and I don't like the idea. Does Galleon step forward and stop what is about to happen? Because he's going for the kill. Ooh-hoo. Do you? You can um, if you if Yeah, Gallion's just like, listen, nah, he's a door. I mean, I think he's much more used to us if he's a door. And I, I really hate Morlock's walking toward him, club I raised. Kill Morlock, him. I think okay, we, he, can, he's, we can leverage him. He's totally we, we just listening him. to Isidore. He's uh, wanted this too. Yeah, he's like kind of biased. To, you know, he just needed the approval. He needed to, and someone to tell him it was okay. And he lifts his club. And his brother looks up at him like fearfully, Who's like the horrified. Now, and his club just snaps his neck, dropping Amric uh, dead. Just and he goes limp, twitching a couple times after this one club blow to kill him. Oh my goodness! And Yo. Mortlock <laughs> looks down at him and he's like, <sighs> and he spits down on him, and then he comes back over to you guys and he says, "Thank you." Anytime. Feel better. Now listen. You've got five minutes to ask me whatever it is you want to ask me. And then after that, you're never going to see me again. Don't you have another brother you want to see dead? What about mother? Thirstwell. I do want to see him dead. Your revenge is not over. It is. No, it's not. I can't go into that villa. I can't face my mother. I can't. I could face Thirstwell, but I can't face my mother. You've seen I'm done. What, you've seen what we can do. We can protect you. I'm done. I trust that you're going to do what you set out to do. I got to see Amric die. But if I want to start a new life, I leave town now. But where, where do you plan on going? Honestly, where's anywhere that she can't find you? Wherever the hell the ships lead now to here are going to. Then, I don't care. Then his death is nothing. No. Not if you have them all. Not unless you have them all. His death is everything. Let me persuade him. (laughs) To Uh, stay? Yes. I'm trying to persuade Uh, him to tell us where he's going to go. I'm trying to persuade him to come with us and do my plan. (laughs) Okay. Roll of persuasion. I see my thought process. Against his As long as we know where he is, we can go with that information. No, I'll just say. I rolled a 14 and I got... Do you get anything? Plus six for persuasion. Plus six? Okay. Yeah. Brings it up to a 20. And he's like, fuck, what do you want me to do then? Do you want me to storm the villa with you, lobbing off my siblings' heads? Not storm. We'll make it seem as though we are bringing you to our mother. 
for killing Amrick. However, we will do it tactfully. We can come up with a plan in order to kill them properly once and for all. Fine. Finally, the revenge that you've been craving. Fine. Fine. I'll do it. Very well. And then at that point, uh, Lalera, the mage owner, stands up. She looks at the dead bodies around you and she's like, you realize what you've just done? Of you've course. killed Duke Van Thamper's son in my establishment. I have to ask that you get out. And you get out now. You well, take these bodies well. with you and you say no word of what happened here. Because if you do, the Lamra will have my tavern burned. Do you understand? I, uh, I know what kind of woman she is. Well, very well. Um, then I expect that you and you, all your patrons will do the same and shut your mouths. You've you don't seen have to worry about me do. talking about what happened here tonight. And your patrons? They know what to expect. They've seen murder here. Mm. My patrons don't care. And I'll make sure that I don't either. And just get out of here. I get in one Where of the lifeboats. Yeah, I was like, I think in the dinghy. <laughs> I grab one of the, I grab the bodyguard's body and just throw it over the side of the ship. But I, I want to keep Amrick's body, though. I, I do want to bring that with us. Yeah. Head. Well, I think the entire body would be better. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to lug around a whole body. Why? Just because, like, I think we need to like, drop the body there and be like, we witness this guy kill the this head guy. Is more dramatic. <laughs> True. The head and it's less weight. <laughs> you behead him? I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, you guys Jura, do whatever just, you want. This I just hey, behead plan. him and Monroe. Chops his literal head off from his body. The, all so of the uh, the patrons are like looking on in horror, but then you like look toward them and they like look away. Like I it's wasn't theater. Watching. It's all theater. It's a dinner cruise. <laughs> Can I fucking it's help you guys? Dinner cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was oil. the butler. <laughs> <laughs> they grab his oiled head of black hair by by it and just lift the head up. Uh, looking slimy. at it. And then you just put it in your pouch. I wrap it first. I put it in like, do you have a bag or anything? I can put. I don't want to get this on all my shit. Can I ask and someone you just there for grab a bag? like some, <laughs> some yeah, bag? Yeah, I, some I, parchment. Yeah, just wrap it nicely. Put a bow and then put it in my bag. <laughs> you put it in your bag. The the head of your half brother, and it's in your bag. You guys walk out to the deck. Up to the deck. You do see there is, there are a couple of lifeboats. There are three. <laughs> We're just going to take off in some lifeboats? Yeah. All lifeboats. Is it enough for everyone? Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, and so you guys take like two boats is probably what it would take to yeah. get you all. We, no, we take three solely just to be dicks. <laughs> just one. Oh leaving. my God. You guys are so much I'm more chaotic. <laughs> no, it's fine. I like it, actually. I, you guys are just I, so much so more punk rock. much worse than I uh, like. You're more punk rock than than the original yeah. group was, which I like. I like Isn't that you guys Isidore are edgy. Is not what a good person group? necessarily. Like the original Salia group. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah no, it makes sense yeah. though. Like, I guess I mean, we are. Yeah. This, is, this is hell. This is like we're we're. I like it. I like that you guys are edgy. It. <laughs> it's but it's I cool. like I like the barkeep. I I don't want to screw. And her I over. love it. In fact, like this is so funny. But I love that the paladin and the sorcerer are like the rebels, and the barbarian <laughs> and the rogue are like the like <laughs> keeping <laughs> things together. Like although <laughs> uh, the rogue is the one that had the idea to <laughs> set the, <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. yeah he's more of a see. he's more of a calm chaos. Where yeah. they are kind of just like acting out and just like, I'm fucking powerful. We're 18, we're powerful. Let's, like, <laughs> let's talk more about this after. Oh, yeah, on the true. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah. Anyway, 
Tiny Hut Talk will continue the conversation. <laughs> but as you guys cut the the lifeboats down, you grab the oars, you all jump down into these lifeboats, and you're like paddling back toward the shore of Baldur's Gate in the middle of the night, nonetheless. We see you explode behind us. Uh, <laughs> VK, you and Mortlock in your boat, you hear a, th- a thud before it gets too far away from the ship. What? And you look back and you see that there's somebody in a cloak that has just jumped down onto your ship. Her armor clanks as she hits down. Uh, with one gloved hand, it's resting on the hilt of a longsword on her belt, but the other hand pulls da- back a cowl to reveal the face of a teenage, a teenage girl with brown skin, dark auburn hair, and a haunting gaze. And right there is where we're going to end our session. Oh, the- oh, oh what the hell? Me too. And that's happening. This was a great role play session. This is a lot of fun. We right. needed a good role play session after all the combat that's been happening. Those yeah. are my favorites. And I, I like I fun. how you guys handled everything. That's it was sweet. Thank you all for listening to Here for the Rules Descent into Avernus Session 4. We hope you're enjoying Season 2. We hope that you enjoyed or are also enjoying Season 1 as well. Go back and listen to Salia Chronicles, the first season. Mm-hmm. The Yeet Fleet. Get to know the Yeet Fleet. They're legendary at this point. Some of the best characters ever. A fully <laughs> original story. If you haven't listened to season one, it's worth it. It's totally not dependent on the season. They are completely, uh, what is it, anthology? <gasps> we finally got our anthology series, guys. We did. Oh, we no. finally got our anthology. I'm Mate, so we did. fucking happy. Oh my God, I just realized This podcast that. is an anthology. Is our anthology For the listeners that don't know anything about Nate, he's obsessed with anthology I love series. It. He's always wanted to make series. one. Just, we all play the same characters. Fuck off. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's getting really, really hard right now. Yeah, he loves hey, that Cover that up. Sorry. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at underscore here for the rules. We post a few times a week, keeping everybody updated on what's going on with us and our lives and just the life we're doing the podcast. Other than that, you can find us at hey, patreon.com slash here for the rules. We have hoodies. We have stickers. We have pins. We have bonus content. We have the tiny hut talk, our after show where we discuss the episode. And then on top of that, you, there's some more perks that you can get on higher tiers that are pretty amazing. So it's pretty worth it. Go check it out. Patreon. Be a part of the Here yeah. for Rules. You can come play with us. That is one of the options. You can be a part of the Here for the Rules community. Uh, until then, we will catch you next time, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Here for the Rules. And we will see you in Baldur's Gate in a week. Love you Goodbye. all. Bye. Have a good time. Bye. Bye. Bye.